What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your best friends, Greg Miller, alongside producer slash seducer Nick Scarpino. Hello. Welcome What's back. going on? Talk to me. Hello. Huh? I've been gone. I haven't been around you for a while. What's going on? Let I'm it out. Having... You're at the safe spot. You're at the safe table. What's happening? We're at a live table. What's happening? I'm not letting What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of the same space. Out. You hanging in there? 4.0 kicking your ass? What's going on? Yeah. I'm a little tired. Yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've been doing a lot of the comedies? Uh, a lot of comedy. A lot of... Uh, we just... Andy and I shot something yesterday that I, my, I've had my... A head down, just editing. Sure, all day, sure, so. sure, sure. This stuff, okay. you know. Okay. For KF. Burn on the wall. Yeah, for KF. Tomorrow. You can see it. Love it. Over here, the Hispanic heartthrob, Andy Cortez. No, this you're day. early. You're early, but it's episode two. It's fine. Well, your career's still fresh here. Yeah. Over there, Forbes, 30 under 30. I just got an email from AKA that. the second best baby blues in San Francisco. Well, they're like, we, my bad. We didn't mean to give it to you. AKA. <laughs> The verified one at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host. What email did you get? They're just like, hey, this is Forbes 30 or 30. Do you want to join the newsletter? And like, let me tell you guys, Better Forbes yes. 30 or 30, the biggest. Well, I'm obviously already on it. Like, that's a fucking. Fuck me. Like, Sorry, man. But that, like, why, nice would they, why would they do that? <laughs> like, hey, you want to join the newsletter that we've already sent you a fucking hundred things uh, in the last I couple see, weeks? I see. It's like, eh, yeah, you've gone too far here. It's all a scam just to like try to get me to go to these fucking events and like make them money. Dude. I respect it. That's you know cool. what I mean? They, they're on. My I thought they were like you're on my list. I thought they were like selling you discount electronics or something. It's pretty weird. I, I've been getting a lot of emails from Forbes and from MoviePass. And oh MoviePass, my god, what's MoviePass? The saying? desperation yeah. so that they have. God, I'm not kidding about this. I'd say once every two days we get a fucking email of them just being like, "Hey man, we're not gone yet. Uh, you With can, your help, we cannot be gone forever." But it's like, but we got a deal to entice you. If you buy three bottles of wine, you'll get another one free. And it's like, what the fuck? What's this have to do with movies? And <laughs> then there's another just thing. Push it's just you like, out of your seat and take the computer is your, at that is point. Is your car insurance bad? We can help you out there. And it's like they just keep on. Like, Whoa. is your desk lamp not working? <laughs> so clearly, MoviePass is just selling their email subscriber list. Yeah, just to then, get to other- that's totally what's happening. I'm like, this is hilarious. Y'all are so sad. fucked. It is sad. Long is it sad? List. Yeah, it's really sad. We never saw it coming. No. There's something magical. No, don't worry about it. Alamo's going to have theirs up and running soon. Then it'll matter. <laughs> then it'll matter. <laughs> They'll have theirs up and running soon. Yeah. Hey, I'm in the beta. The app sells What are you going to call it? Alamore Movies? That's not bad. You should hit him up and pitch okay. that. Okay, I will. I, I, forget, I, I will. They should call it the Laplight. Mm. Laplight Movie Pass. You're such... You know, <laughs> you love Alamo as much as I do, but I you just love ganging up on something. <laughs> it's like you, 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 here's Nick. Wow, they have a pretty app. Nick does this and he goes, which way is the wind blowing? Oh, yeah. oh every, the, the majority, three people in the oh, room, two, two majority people don't like it. I'm going to have something to say. <laughs> okay. I'm here's, what, here's what my role has been Season lately. pass is what they call it. I'm on the wait That's, list for uh, the Alamo season pass. Here's, why would you need to be in a wait list for it? Because they haven't launched it yet. It does oh, do this. My favorite moment of Nick doing that thing that he just did to you is easily... In party mode, where I'm getting destroyed by Nick nonstop, and it's just him talking shit to all of us, but mostly me. Yeah. And then Joey does really bad in a yeah. match, and it's suddenly because, man, Joey just cannot catch a break. <laughs> she was like, I hate it. I was like, but do you notice that it's just, it's all Joey now? Like, yeah. that's where the focus he's, is. He's, got, he's, this, he's very analog. It's yeah. one or the other. And, it's, and I, I believe it's because I passed him in the rankings, like, yeah. at turn whatever. And tonight it was all just like, yeah, but Joey's just doing terrible. <laughs> it was so funny to watch. Andy, I have to, I am the one in this office charged with bringing balance back to the force. <laughs> Do you understand that? Everyone's always so happy. Everything's going great. Right. There's got to be a little mud on the shoe. 
every once in a while. We recorded a party mode yesterday yeah. that you'll see in the coming weeks of us playing new Super Mario Bros. Oh, U. God, yeah. And it might have been Woo-hoo. the most infuriating Nick moment I've had in <laughs> I wish in you were there. Years. You would have loved it. You would have loved it. <laughs> so Nick was torturing you. It was, I mean, uh, yeah, for all of those us. of you that don't know, the game is a co-op game. You yeah. can fuck over your friends and whatever. There's some competition. Nick didn't do any of that. Yeah. Well, didn't didn't do the competition bit. <laughs> he just fucked us so hard. Every time. Every time. Somebody's got to. I picked yeah. one of the characters that doesn't get injured by anything and just speed ran that shit. And it was so Play the suckers. Run. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch it. That was it was yeah. infuriating. It was infuriating. I was like, guys, I'll get this thing real quick. No! If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week for best friends gather on this table each coming to talk about whatever's happening in their lives if you like that head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can be part of the show if you're a bronze subscription member if you want to go a little bit higher that silver tier you get each and every episode early ad free and with that pre and post show as early as when we're recording it but if you don't want to pay us any money no big deal three days later youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe greg miller yeah Big fan of your shirt. I'm always a big fan of shiny shirts. You know Again, I mean? remember, this is from the... Uh, Kevin, give me my one. Do we have... Or the at least the two. There it is. This is my wing stop. Here, move, oh, moving oh, the sorry. light. Yeah, let's this is my. This dead. is my uh, wing... Shake them. Let's my see wi- the movement. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> 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 but I, I was about to say, I like the, the your ring matching your shirt. Oh, that's how that's I plan nice it. I have many that's rings good. that are all You should have a bunch plan. of gold chains. You look so. You got cool. a lot of good ideas, Andy. You look I'm so telling cool. you what, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's my Wingstop shirt from the Wingstop thing, where they sent it for a sponsorship, and then I was like, "Can I keep the shirt and wear it all the time?" And they're like, "What? Why would you send back a shirt?" Yeah, keep it. And I'm like, "I'm gonna wear it all the time," and it's the second time I've worn it, and Hell I'm pretty yeah. stoked about it. Another Feel pitch. Fabric too. Another pitch. Big puffy gold jacket oh, like yeah. Missy Elliott's. Yeah, I uh, like that. Yes. Yeah, man, you would look rocking. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. You look great right now. Anyway, thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, for a second, I thought it was a golden nugget. I thought there was just a golden nugget on your shirt, but it's a wing. It is a it's wing. It's a golden yeah, wing. It's a little drummy, right? doesn't make sense, but it, I like it. It does make what, I mean, it, sense. I've never seen a wing that color. Well, I mean, it's just, it's, You're I think it's gold going. Wing? You're eating a gold wing? Well, actually, you know what? I, and I'm not going to be this guy, but I have. If you go to Birdies in LA, they sell, the, they paint, they did a thing where they were spray oh. painting the shit. Mm. I, I, eat, I do want to get to the bottom of the shirt, though. Sure. Because like, Nick brings up a solid point. Like, why would they associate gold with the wings? But then I realized there's something happening in the bottom left. It's the money sign. Money symbol. But it's not the money sign. Sure. It's the W and the S for Wingstop. Sure. That's really cool. Well, this was. I think they worked backwards. When I originally wore this, there was conversation of is this, uh, what is it? uh, Rick Ross, he owns a Wingstop. Uh, franchise, and then, but he got famous. Uh, he was famous for music, I guess, before probably. But he was famous sure. at one point for saying something you know, about really oh. enjoying Wingstop. So did he ever say, "Hell yeah, I want Wingstop"? And is that where the shirt came from? And then would the gold apply mm. somehow to that? I didn't read the shirt, but people asked that, and I had no, I don't know, I don't know en- enough about Rick Ross. I yeah. just know his brother Bob. Is and that's that the, yeah, Bob Ross the art, Bob Ross the artist. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Weird, they sell their names completely different. The last name. What do you mean? It's just. How, did, how does one of them spell it and the other spell it? There's an I at the end of one. The other one has double Rossi? dollar signs. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Rossi? Isn't it Bob Rossi? Bob Ross is Bob Rossi? Bo- it's Bob Ross. What are you the talking? painter? The painter? Yeah, what are you talking about? Bob Rossi. 
I apologize. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, you want to talk about what it was, the Mandela effect, and like yeah. Berenstein Bears if and we shit. All, if we were about to like Google Bob Ross. I, thought, I always thought it was Bob Rossi, but I could be Give me a Google, Kevin, Bob I, Ross. I must be wrong. No, no, yeah, okay. Ross. I was about to say, if there's an I at the end of Bob Rossi, I'm about to lose my that fucking mind. Freaking insane. They definitely did no. something on it. Bob Rossi, no one. Rick Ross has a verse that he starts off. He's like, I'm a fat bitch. I got a fat belly. I respect that. He's featured in the in the fire fraud. Firefest Hulu documentary. I'm not oh, about really? this Hulu thing. All right. Why? Netflix said it first. No. Netflix is going to put it out. I'm a Netflix boy. I'm no. waiting. But here, no, no, no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are two very, there's a very important thread here. The Netflix documentary <laughs> is produced by Fuck Jerry, who is the social media. Sure, I know. Like, yeah, I saw stealer. him on Netflix. I saw him on the Netflix thing about social media. They also ran American Meme. They Thank also you. ran social media for Firefest and knew. Everything was fucking bullshit. Like they knew that things weren't going well with this festival, yet continued to work on it and didn't ever question it and were deleting comments like, hey, what's up with my flight? And what's up? Like mm. they were being really shady about everything. And now that it's all fuck over, they're like, hey, let's produce a documentary. And one of their former employees is like heavily featured in the Hulu documentary who then quit fuck Jerry or whatever. Okay. Because of how shady everything was, and was just like, so Firefest is, or so Fuck Jerry essentially like you know was part of the problem. had their cake and ate it too sort of thing. God where, damn you know, it. So Netflix's is not out yet. No, no Friday is. Yeah, but Hulu's I don't, is. But you gotta pay for Hulu's Hulu. is really good, man. You gotta pay for, you gotta pay for Netflix. Yeah, but I, I keep my Netflix subscription on all the time. Hulu, all right, you got the Handmaid's Tale. I'm here. You don't bounce. I don't need whatever. But the whenever fuck you else. quit, they always say, hey, you want an extra month? We'll hook you up. And then you know what I say? Fucking Shawn Michaels super kick him. And they're like, oh my god. We're a service. How did you hurt us? <laughs> <laughs> it was really good, Joey. I, I had a enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah. Oh, this thing is live already. Like you can watch. Yeah. This. Well, this is the thing. Hulu undercut. They did the Tom Green Smart. undercutters Smart. bit, and they put out theirs a couple days before. Smart. Massive shade thrown. Joey, your review. I really liked it. I I'm fascinated enough by Firefest that I will still watch the Netflix one to see Same if here. there's anything different. Yeah. Same here. Um. But, but really good insight from the main guy, the main shady ass mm -hmm. fucking like compulsive lying con artist. And Joey, I didn't know his history. Me either. It was really cool stuff. learning yeah. all of it. You would know this. Uh -huh. The Tonicon situation. Yes. When Shane Dawson it's put Tana out. Tonicon. Why you, you always call it Tonicon? Tana? Tana. Uh, Tana. Banana Tana muffin. 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 <laughs> you guys, in, in her culture, you say Tana. Um, there was the follow up documentary they made. Otana means uh, family. Did it ever come <laughs> From out? the other side. Did it come out I is my question. Because so. the, the 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 villain. Yeah, he's supposed to like debatably. be making like one showing his side of the story. I don't yeah. think it's come out as far as I know. Uh, oh, it was out. Cool Greg says it was weak. It was weak. Cool Greg effect. Yeah, I thought I thought it was incredible, this documentary. I yeah. thought it was it it you just feel sort of the dread happening coming towards the end of the movie when it all is sort of realized that Oh my god, there's FEMA fucking tents and mattresses on the ground and a lot of booze, but yeah. nowhere to sleep and two every million dollars worth of booze. Like the people running the event are like you need eighteen months party. in advance to run something this big and we had four. Yeah. And it just was impossible to do any of this. And we kept wondering, Are you sure you want like are you fucking kidding me? And then as everybody's boarding the planes and it's like, Oh, I hope this is good, <clears throat> Blink one eighty two drops out and it's like Oh fuck! This isn't a good sign. If like they weren't feeling it, they yeah, were exactly. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. 
It's, We're going to say thought it was right incredible now. We're sorry, guys. <laughs> and I liked all of the stories and the input from the people that were on his team being like, we we see that the, like, the wheels are off on this, but we can't. We're trying to pull it together as much as we can. Yeah. And then... And then on the and then show. a couple days before the main guy I already forgot his fucking name, yeah, uh, but he wants a he wants a pirate ship sent and they're uh, they're like we don't have time to bring a fucking pirate ship to the, what are you talking about? But he was so set on this idea. I get it. And he was this kid who was apparently kind of like a Zuckerberg boy genius who like somehow like early was an entrepreneur and he'd be like hey for a dollar I'll fix your crayons and like stupid shit like that and sure. like his mom said that as a young kid he was like reading Always really early crayons. and he was smart really early and um it's just crazy to see how it just all went down did he get the pirate ship though I don't think he got the pirate ship no bad. but they were, but they were awesome. like how are we going to bring 20,000 people to this event when we're bringing them on just like propeller fucking planes that fit like 20 people you know like yeah. you kidding me it's I just, remember when this shit was going down we were at Chipotle and yeah. you just were on your phone you're just like what the fuck is Ja Rule doing and yeah. I'm like I haven't heard the name Ja Rule in 15 years oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that was going to be his comeback man you know he was going to yeah, be yeah, fast guy him and Ashanti I, I thought it was I, I think it's a must watch and I do really think the angle is really like fucking major shade from Hulu of like oh, hey sure. we're putting ours out first but by the way the guys who kind of helped make all this fraud happen are making the next documentary so you, dope. it might feel weird watching that one knowing that like I love it they I helped con out a lot of people the thing though like that, that next documentary is gonna be real good though because those guys were actually on the inside like helping to market this shit so yeah, they know well, the truth well no well I mean one of their former employees that quit was in the Hulu one Oh, so he and was, who was like, in charge of that one. who was in charge of like designing the whole thing and the layout, and they're talking about like, yeah, on um, on muted words, we muted like even the word festival. Like you have to mute bad, you have to mute flights, you have to mute schedule Jungle. lineup, mute everything, and then people would like pirate ship. If you, know, you were be. if you were questioning or complaining, they would send you a cease and desist. Jesus, <laughs> like that's how bad it got. That's you know? not legal. I it's don't think. fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I would be. Uh, that's interesting because that that just goes to show you how fucking bad it was because the shit sure. got out anyway. It doesn't yeah, matter. Man. They didn't do their job very well. But I need two <laughs> things from you. Okay. Number one, can you bring my laptop? Uh-huh. Number two, can you put up a Patreon post for this? It was like, hey, what do you, you want to see the guys talk about? I, I forgot that I tried to do that now at the end of the show, so I never did that. Okay. Thank you. What? Why, why did that get a? Why did they get the Joey? What do you mean? That starts my wheels turning on like, oh, we should do something more regular and all of that stuff. Probably. Yeah. 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 So we'll talk about that. All right. You're going to put up a post right now asking yeah. people what we should talk about? Yeah. For next week or for this one? For this one. Well, I mean, even if we get there, who even knows if we'll need it? But I like to have it, you know. We all got stories. I mean, I could pick up the thing from last No, time. I'm just, I'm, I think it's a great idea. Main guy's going to jail for nine years, by the way. Holy shit. So much to go to What are the charges? That's negligence. Uh, like just crazy fraud and all this bullshit. Like Crazy uh, fraud. Like, <laughs> like, well, also, he just, I mean, he just lies nonstop about everything. And then they also interview, like, psychologists who are like, no, yeah, this is what fucking con artists do. Like, they... They will pass lie detector tests because they believe what they're saying and like they're all about being chummy and smiley and hey, you know, I'm a cool personable person, but they're here to fuck you over. And this whole event was about fucking over rich millennials with like social followings. And they did. And they, they fucked him over Watched from a Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, they also talk about how you like how idiots. he got it started was like he would buy a bunch of tickets to like Hamilton and he couldn't afford them. Um, but in order to pay for those Ham Hamilton tickets, he would sell Super Bowl tickets afterwards to pay for the Hamilton debt. 
and Super Bowl tickets would sell out. It's like, oh, I'm selling tickets to the fucking Met Gala or whatever. And the guy who like works kind of on the team was like, you can't buy tickets to the Met Gala. You can't buy tickets to a private party with Beyonce. But well, I think he the, somehow sold it to people, yeah, and like hilarious. it was always like the next thing sold all the debt for the next thing, but yeah. that thing had so to always sort of underwater. Yeah, it was cr- it's fucking it's a crazy. Artist, yeah, that's 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 crazy. But what's it, what's insane about this is like you know I'm a I'm a very paranoid human being. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I'm very paranoid, and uh, that's why I'll never go to like a Coachella or actually I would go to Coachella, but I won't go to like Burning Man. It's yeah. just not gonna happen because uh-huh. in my brain, I'm gonna go to Burning Man. I'm gonna run out of water. No one's. I'm gonna be the. I would. I was an asshole to someone day one, and they're gonna be the person that's like, well, yeah. I could have given you water, but you were an asshole day one. They're gonna be turning you the like desert. where the pigs are on the <laughs> over the fire. You exactly, know what I mean? and they fucking Your body's gonna be. Rotating. But instead of hitting that moment where I learn something about myself and, and fundamentally change, I just fucking die. Yeah. And somebody eats my body. There's like nothing some, that scares me more than Burning Man. Burning Man is ridiculous. Me too. So it's the idea horrifying. of like going flying to a remote place on the planet. To go to a festival like this just and do a fuck ton of drugs. Ridiculous. That you don't know where they're coming from. You don't know where they're, like, coming, they're from? coming from. They're coming from your friends. Yeah, don't, your you're burning new, man friends. Where's your friends get them from? Are you telling me if right now Lauren Lanning walked in wild eyes and gave you a drug, you wouldn't take it? Come not on. I, come on. <laughs> burning man, maybe, but like, no, probably not. Lauren, well, the thing is, Lauren's. Yeah. Lauren, I'll do respect to Lord. His tolerance is going to be a lot higher than mine. <laughs> for sure. When, for Burning, when Burning Man is over, there's always like at least 30 dead bodies and just a big fucking bulldozer just like scoops all the bodies up. I know I'll ever remember the pit. Yeah. Those, those are the, the people that didn't survive. Burning Man is one of those things that I'd like to go to if, if it was a day trip, which is fundamentally the opposite of what Burning Man's supposed to be. Right. I would like to go, normal clothes. Go there, experience it, and then drive the fuck out that night. I would but like Birdie Man to, to be a YouTube video that I can just skim through yeah. and be like, they, they I have those it. for sure. I'm out. Those you can absolutely watch, and they're stunning because it looks cool. But I think you I have know, to sit, man. and I think you have to get stinky, and I think you have to like. It's, real you have to get a lot of dirt. You have to put your stinky part in someone else's stinky part. It's very much like together. Lord of the Flies. Why don't you shower? Do you even shower? I think you pour water on each other. Yeah, you, some people uh, bring showers, some people bring other stuff, and you can but it's you do all like trade, the, man. It's all trade. It's yeah, all that's trade the thing, things. Kevin. That's the yeah, thing. No, that yeah, there's me. no currency, and the only that's thing I have awesome. to trade. You guys are crazy. That's just mouth. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm Nick. That's all I got. To that's tra- your instrument. Talking, I talk, guys. I'm yeah, yeah, it's your instrument, right? I'm a comedian. Oh, Jesus God. Christ, okay. get your fucking heads out of the gutter. And it's a wet mouth. I'm gonna tell you this right now, Kevin and Andy. We're gonna have a good show tomorrow. The cafe is going to be a good show tomorrow. Yeah, it is. I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Let's get it going, yeah. doggy dog. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, because I haven't told you so, you wouldn't know. Today's Kind of Funny podcast is brought to you by University of Advancing Technology and Hims, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, what else do you guys want to talk about? I just want to talk about... Hey, you went to Mexico. You went to Mexico. <laughs> that was weird. Say it the right way. Mexico. 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 No. Mexico. We already learned about Argentina. Argentina. Uh, it was weird. I was in Cabo. Never been there. Never were you in Mexico or were you in the? You were in Mexico, right? Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought when you tagged it, it was it, you tagged in like Baja, California, or some shit like That's that. Mexico. But he said he was in Cabo. Yeah. But Baja, California, is Mexico, right? That's it's California, like is long, and that little extra piece is called Baja. On the bottom, yeah. Baja. yeah. But the it's ocean, not, nothing but Baja. That's Black. not U.S. Yeah, but but uh, sorry, I'm just confused as to where you were. I thought, I, you, I thought you were in Baja. To be fair, I'm confused too. I, California. A, so California goes into Mexico. A part of it's it. That little it's that little strip, Kevin. Baja, California, a Mexican state. There's a little dingleberry. Baja, right California is a Mexican state on the Baja, <laughs> California Peninsula, bordering the U.S. and the state of California. It's yeah. that little like hang on dick sort of. Thing. That, is that that's looks like a horse dick though? Is it? I guess it is. I'm looking at it. Cabo in Baja. No, Cabo is not in Baja. 
The cat no, it is involved. It is very much involved. I'm an idiot. There you go. That makes sense. I'm a fucking idiot. You geotag one of your things, and I was like, that's the longest geotag ever. It was like Baja California, Cabo, Mexico. Yeah. Los Puesos. Exactly. Elos that's what it, that's what it was. Not yeah, I went to went to Cabo. It was the first time I ever went to a resort that was like all inclusive. Like, oh, yeah, the, the whole thing. We got the penthouse, which is crazy, oh, yeah. which sounds fancy. No but a couple things to keep in mind: it's Mexico. Just Everything's a, super cheap. Just a magazine. We also had a shit ton of people with us. Do you us, remember so. the name of the place you stayed? At? No. Okay. No, I don't. Um, but it was the most beautiful penthouse I've ever seen. We had a private jacuzzi. It's called Cabo Wabo. <laughs> so Sammy Hagar's Cabo Wabo penthouse. What do you think Sammy Hagar was thinking when he opened that place? Fucking, I'm going to make a million dollars. So much fucking money selling booze to shitty tourists. <laughs> Did you guys go to Cabo Wabo? No. There's a place called Senor Frogs. Yeah, that's a, that's, I didn't go there. That's no, the no. place that's like. Did you go to the big mall? As well? No. Have you been to Senor no. Frogs in Florida? No. Oh. No. My, it's you not like you lived. Yeah. It's like no, you no, 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 no. The last time I was in Cabo uh-huh. was with G Unit. That's amazing. Yeah. You, that was in Cabo? I think it was in Cabo, yeah. Wow. Wait, who's. What? I did a, I did a 50 cent blow on the sand thing. Oh, the actual G unit. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> because at one point, we called you, me, and Cool Greg the G yeah, unit. Yeah, that was the lunch G Where unit. we would go to lunch together. Yeah, we did that joke for about two weeks. Nick and Cool Greg in Cabo. Because that's even we would funnier than him in the real G unit. We would get arrested. <laughs> so why did you go to Cabo? Uh, it was my friend's 30th birthday. Okay. But the best part about this is the Nintendo Switch. Because we had a private jacuzzi, and every fucking night, the girls would do whatever the hell they were doing. And all the guys just get in that damn jacuzzi, put our switches down, get some pro controllers, think, uh, and smash it up. You know what conservatively, I mean? you guys are doing it wrong. I don't, no, I just don't no, know no, if no. that's how jacuzzis were meant to be. Speaking of doing it wrong, when there's a group of women, um, the fucking alcohol there is ridiculous because it's it's free because it's all inclusive or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the most watered down shit oh, yeah. of all time. It's like Vegas, but like cheaper. But what's crazy about it though is they water down everything and they try to play it off like they don't. And they'll like they'll really do this whole pony dance of like a tequila bottle and like show you them opening it. I'm like bullshit. It's like that, that thing has been open before. You've syringed water. Into oh yeah, this shit. It's like the scene in Caddyshack where he comes back with the beer. He's like, whoa, there it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine them. Yeah, yeah. I like to imagine them prepping the junior. Like, ooh, it's so strong. <laughs> like, oh, oh man, don't water. go blind, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful out there. Yeah, it, it was it was uh, quite the adventure. My next question: Wouldn't recommend. Did you go to the the resort's pool? Did you? Is it at like the top of the place? And did it have like? Was it like one of those like waterfall ones? That went over? No. Well, okay. actually, there was an infinity pool. We didn't go over there though. Okay. okay. Um, but there was like a bunch of different pools. One of them was one of the swim up to a bar pool. Yeah. And in the water, there was actually like bar stools. That's they fun. made a tile. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the same place. Cool. Here's the thing, and this is n- not scientifically tested at all. I believe there's only one all-inclusive place in Cabo. There's not because there's a whole bunch. I went to the one, and then Colin went to that same one, and then it sounds like you went to the same one. Yeah, where everybody's just drawn to the one place. It's, it's awesome. Science. It's also possible. Science, science with Kev. 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 I'm Kevin. It's possible that I stayed there. Because I stayed in a resort. It wasn't all, I mean, we didn't get the I mean, all there's like 10 thing. resorts all next to each other. Yeah. Ours was uh, actually not that far from the, the like, the touristy area. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. God, I had so I'm many sure, crumbs yeah. on me. It happens. You eat a lot of Cheetos. Um, I forgot what I was driving at. My apologies. Uh, no, you, you were there. You were all playing Switch. You were all getting your Switches wet. You are all touching your Joy-Cons. Just rubbing each other's Joy-Cons. Rubbing them off, man. Sand. I don't know. I don't know. Mixer was weird. So you were there for a 30th birthday? Yes. Yeah, it was fun. Was it just blackout drunk all day long, all all night No, because it was super watered down. Like It was like impossible to get drunk. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of all-inclusive places. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that oh. middle, I think, I feel like that middle one's where I stayed. This one? No, oh, sorry, the, the towers? The towers at Pueblo Bonita. That looks very familiar. That looks. That looks familiar. Yeah, I think that was where I stayed. Dave, is this where you stayed? No. Now I remember what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> we we met a woman there. I could be wrong. That uh, was uh, a, a little like a little older than us. Oh, um, I thought she was gonna be small. She was a tiny guys person, age, maybe. <laughs> uh, not old, but like how big? Like six inches off the ground. <laughs> She's like a little midge or whatever for Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But we we met this woman and she uh, was no, that was her name. Freshly divorced. Oh, yeah. And like she was telling us this whole story. Then we find out she's from San Francisco. And it's like, oh shit. And we had one single friend. And I'm like, this is, oh. is, is going to be a fun little trip. And like it, life just kept working out. There would always end up being me, Gia, my single friend. And then she'd be at the pool and she would just be like, hey guys. I was like, oh man. Then we get back to SF. Yeah. He orders an Uber pool. Oh no. No, 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 no. no. That's She's God the driver Richard Pryor with her. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a fucking movie right now. It was pretty fantastic. Uh, they're still talking. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know the end of the story yet. Did they seal the deal on vacay, though? Because no, there's nothing no, better no, than no, that no. vacay makeout sesh. Nah. Vacay no, makeout. Vacay makeout. Vacay makeout. Vacay makeout. Nah, I was none of that. Uh, I got to go snorkeling, though. That's fun. Got to see a bunch of fishes. They're Did you get sunburned? Yeah, my wings right now are pretty bad. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I got the color. It's not you have good. the color, yeah. But you yeah. know, usually you're come back like a third degree yeah, burn. No, no. I was. You guys saw me in San Diego. Embarrassing. When I, when it, was it was embarrassing. embarrassing just yeah. like my face covered in. You're just trying to have white like business goo. meetings, but you were just covered in goo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was yeah, the coolest? Like what the was the coolest guy. fish you saw? The coolest fish is a blue one with little yellow stripes. Oh, that's yeah, cool. That cool. sounds real cool. Yeah, it was, dope, <laughs> it was a really cool fish. What did you did you guys party at night, or did you just always only stay in the resort? I mean. We would get up and then drink all day, and by the time it was time to go out, yeah, you know, we're just like, hey, stay home and smash. See, that's my thing. Is awesome. I, I mean, obviously, I, I like staying in hotels. Like, I, I like the idea of going to a nice hotel and like utilizing it for what it is because <coughs> they're beautiful. Uh, so I don't blame you for that because uh, there's nothing better for me. Like when 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 old Nick Scarpino goes on vacation, I like to be in by about six o'clock mm-hmm. with some Star Trek Discovery on on the Netflix. Call it a day. It's easy peasy. I will say though, not a fan of this all inclusive business. I feel like I think it's, it's just, kind of a sham. It's a sham. It's a total sham. Because how much like, did you pay per day for? I, I don't even remember. It, it honestly wasn't that much. Like uh, because we had so many people, just like I don't know, people have deals and whatever the hell. We yeah, got, we got the hookup. But it's like great. You get unlimited shitty food and yeah. unlimited shitty drinks. Shitty booze. Yeah. This, this isn't cool at all. Like I would much rather pay a little bit more to get good things. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I feel like I actually wouldn't be spending that much just ordering the things I wanted to order. Yeah. Did you get yeah. those tacos at the water bar? And then let's go in the fucking water, in the, the ocean water. Why not? Because, like, Dangerous sharks. different sides of the little dingle of California, one side you're not allowed to go in the water. One side you are. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy Tim, shit. Tim is a strong swimmer, though. I am. No, he's not. Not he's a great swimmer. No. I am not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, quite the experience, I guess. Seven out of ten. I Seven get, out of ten. It would get Kevin's meh emoji. Did you leave the see. resort at all, though? Uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. Well, I, we, I, no, we did. We did. We went on a boat. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, well, I bummed around town a bunch when we were there. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day. This is a long time ago. Dookie did and as it, well. it, Yeah. You, there was like all these awesome taco places. The crazy we walked ass through, mall. We walked through all that. I guess, yeah, we walked through that area to get to the, the boat. Okay. okay. Worst boat experience I've had. What happened? With my, my friend Shari. How big is obsessed it? Obsessed with these boats. Right. Mm-hmm. Anytime we go on a trip, she's like, we're getting a fucking boat. And I appreciate that because I like jumping off the boats. This boat wouldn't let us jump off. What? 
It was like a nice little like drop in to snorkel. I'm like, this is some bullshit. Yeah, smallest boat I've been on. You gotta go to Argentina, man. They'll let you do whatever the fuck you want. Well, that's a Bali. They'll do whatever the fuck we want. Whatever the hell you want. You want to die? We don't care. In Hawaii, they were like, ah, you shouldn't jump off, but whatever, do it. Remember the catamaran we got? I did. It was great. I was at a bachelor party once up in Tahoe, and we rented a boat, and the woman was like, under no circumstances should you jump in Lake Tahoe. It's too cold. You'll freeze to death. And then we all got super drunk, and we all jumped into the, the lake. Yeah, it yeah. was fine. Yeah. She was overreacting. Yeah. It was cold. Well, it's because they've lost people before. You know? They've <laughs> lost people. Somebody in dies lake, in there, it's too cold. Lake again. Tahoe? Yeah. I doubt it. You, I just, you like, tell me right now, straight face, Snowbike Mike's never fished a dead body out of Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, Snowbike Mike probably has oh, a couple know. dead bodies in Lake Tahoe. It's a fact. Uh, no, I just feel like if you're going to rent boats to people, that, that just comes with it, right? Like, someone's had a boating accident at some point. That's what you have insurance for. What do you want from me? I like cold. a good pontoon boat. What's a pontoon? Well, you're the boat you went on was way too small for that many people. It was way too small. It It was bullshit. It was way too small. I saw your picture. It was like 50 people on a boat the size of this table. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was very cozy. All I wanted to do was get off the boat. But there was whales. I posted Instagram videos of this shit. The whales were hella close to us. Like The whales were like where Kevin is to us. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah, dude. This close. Dude, seriously. How big were they? Huge? They were big. Were you shocked by how big the whale was? Sperm whale? Yeah, man. We talked about it. wasn't Free Willy looking. We've talked about this this before. Um, Like the fear of the ocean and the unknown. What's what's that website? What's that subreddit called, Kevin? There's a subreddit for it. I'm afraid of the ocean. R slash I'm afraid of the ocean. people on a boat and you just see like giant fucking... Oh, fear of things underwater, right? Yeah, but but I forgot the... I'm afraid... R slash I'm afraid of things underwater (laughs) at Reddit. No, Mm. it's definitely not that. Mm -hmm. I get it, though, because I love jumping off boats and I do it anytime I get the the fucking chance, but putting on little snorkel gear and looking at I'm like, yo, there's hella fish under here. And I'm like, looking and scuba divers are underneath us. And I'm like, oh, there's all this shit going on. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like tel- this is thalassophobia. Is that what you, how you yeah. call it? Yeah. Thalassophobia? I feel like that is well-founded though because there Absolutely. are a lot of things in the ocean that can just swallow you whole. Yeah, they, and like, and it's a lot of photos. Like sometimes it's an overhead shot of a little person on a boat with a giant fucking whale underneath them. Why is there a picture well, also, of a dinosaur? This, yeah, yeah, this I was going to say. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they put that picture there? It's terrifying. Because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a visualization of the thing. Open up the subreddit when you get a chance, Kev. There was a one on Reddit the other day that wasn't on this subreddit, but it was just like really close at a dock and a whale coming, like all these bubbles coming up and this whale coming up from like, why the fuck were you this close to us? Yeah. Get out of here, you damn whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. You clown. It was huge, man. Spray him with a little spray bottle. <laughs> you punch him in the nose. <laughs> no, well, that was my favorite thing is when like the, the dudes were like, oh, some whales are going to be like, look over there. The whales are going to come. And we're like, how the fuck do you know? They're professionals. But these like five seconds later, whales come out, does the like jumpy thing, and we're all like, whoa! And then, like, of course, I immediately go to, like, do the blowhole, do the blowhole! And, like, on command, this uh, goes, Psh, and shoots it up. I'm like, whoa! Like, I've never seen a whale before. And he his hand out, like, give me money. <laughs> Did you want to swim with a whale? Have you thought about swimming no, with a whale? No, 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 no. Jesus Christ, that's a big drop. Oh my God. Why would he do that? Because he's drunk. Dun. That was Hold Nick. College kid, ju- college kid jumps off cruise ship on Reddit, is what he's we just fine. saw. That kid's getting thrown off that fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, he's he definitely is. getting thrown off. Like, he could have died. Yeah, he could have died. Like, yeah, this isn't, no, this isn't like the normal content uh, I've seen. Oh, oh my God. God. Watching it, I feel the like yeah. He's still falling for so long. That's M- really most of the content fall. is like people in a small little raft with like giant ass fucking creatures next to them. It's what's, like, what's, what's that one look underneath that? This one? That like, looks really unique. Oh, that one? What's it look like? That looks. It's a big whale. Yeah, look at that shit. Jesus, I've never seen oh, a blowhole oh. from that angle. Oh, no. <laughs> that thing looks tight. 
Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that fucking thing. That's that is Gucci, man. That's what Cool <laughs> what Greg would call all Gucci. That's what Cool Greg would call all Gucci. I that's that's damn. Right. Do you think, you think the whale like? saw the drone? Yeah, he's probably like going to spit holes. on No way. Down. Whales, their eyes can't see up. It looks, like, the, it looks, it looks up. like a combination between a vagina and a nostril. That is weird. I was talking to some people and I heard I that they were just holes. a whale's eye, like their like, scope of vision is like looking through a keyhole all the time, but on oh. both sides. Oh, shit. Like, really? Really? No, I didn't oh. make that up. I don't know. Whales probably have really good ideas. Anyway, yeah. Fucking the ocean <laughs> freaks me out sometimes, man. Yeah, I used just to get freaked out when I'm I... Just not, I'm just not drawn to it. You know what I mean? I don't like it. I Every time we dumb. ride down to get uh, uh, tacos uh, over at Fish Hook or whatever, Jen's always like, let's go let's go up on the beach. Let's get up there and you stare at it. Yep, still here. Hasn't killed us yet. Yeah. One Not day. doing anything. It wants to, dude. Yeah, it oh, yeah. To. I'm right there with you. I've never been a guy that that, that like heard the call of the ocean and needed to yacht. I don't, sure. I don't, I'm not that kind of thing. I, I feel like that's... Needed to yacht? <laughs> <laughs> I heard the call. I, I heard the call of the ocean. I need to yacht. I got a yacht. Somebody put on the yacht rock. Let's go. <laughs> no, I just feel like there's people out there that are super drudge. Like my, my lady Eric, because they, they sail. Oh, yeah, the whole, sailing, that whole family. The hearts are a sailing family. It is. They sail around Pan, like the, through the Panama Canal and all the, and all in the Suez Canals. There's all God, so many fucking canals. so wealthy. <laughs> and they, but they know they have like a small boat and that's just, they just like doing that. They grew up doing that. So yeah. like Eric grew up with his sister, like they would be on the boat. Like, I mean, the boat's not huge. Like you're sleeping, like, you know, right on top of each other. In bunks, um, but I I hear that and I'm just like that sounds fucking terrible because like what like, here's the thing something goes wrong in the ocean you're fucked you got to eat each other or you got you got to drink your own piss I don't like this concept two things I'll pull out of that story um from the from the Eric side yeah. when I met his sister the first time and I should say I think I met his sister the first time sober because I think she was at Beta Breakers my first year and I was just We've, way too wasted Beta Breakers was but was when I had I think it, it's what you're talking about where. Her, her dad wanted to come pick her up and he f sailed from like Florida around up to Alaska. Yeah. Got her from whatever she was doing yeah. then brought her down at SF, dropped her off and then went to Florida. Yeah. And they were, him and her sister, his sister were telling me the stories his dad has and those stories are so good I tell those to other people now. The, the, not uh, as mine. I don't no, pass no, them yeah. off as mine. I I was like, you, didn't fucking, you never ran into a pirate. You'd cry to death. <laughs> like, no, I, like I, you know what I mean? But like this shit, so good. And then the other one uh, about like, you're, what are you doing when you're, when you're on the ocean, you idiot? What are you doing? Can't remember if it's a, a death sex or money or death sex and money or this American life. I think it might be this American life, but it's the story of this uh, family that made maybe it was this money. This this couple that had like a three month old mm -hmm. who made news for uh, having to call in the Coast Guard when their sh their boat sank and they had been living on the boat. But I guess uh, it was like they at three months or something went out with the kid and like so at nine months they had to like fire the flare and use the one use like cell phone giant thing to be like Every, we're about to die. Like Jurassic Park, us. the big fucking exactly. exactly. Oh, wait, it, sorry, can you, uh, the three month old called? No, 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 no. It was that they made headlines basically of like, hey, this couple, this family that has like a less than a year old baby, were out on the ocean trying to live there and they had a call and like, what a bunch of idiots. They were like publicly shamed for like, why would the fuck would you do this? Mm. And it was their story of their, their side of why they went out there and did all this stuff and were living on this boat and how mm. it was great trying for a while until they almost died in this fucking boat. Because yeah. why the fuck would you choose with a fucking less than a year old baby to go live on the water? It's all about that boat. Here, here, here's why I'll never do this. Uh, Eric told me a story of uh, like, he, uh, I think it was the first time he brought his then fiance now wife out and they went on a long trip and he was like, you have to be very careful because thanks, bud. Um, because when you're out in the Koji. middle of the ocean Beep. and you don't see Beep. definitely beer, you don't see any land. People freak out. 
and like you can freak out because you're, your brain just feels so isolated. There's nothing around me yeah. that can save us if anything goes wrong. And I'm like, that would be me. I'd freak the fuck out. Yeah. There's and no way I can get out of here right now. I can't now. get off like, the boat. Like, yeah. there's, if I get off the boat, I die. Like, everything around me is death. Everything around me. <laughs> it's like it's like when you play the couch, the couch lava game, but yeah. for real. Yeah. The fucking big fish. Can't do it. Yeah. I it's like I get, like, I Dude. kind of have the same feelings about like being on crazy. Drugs, right? Like fucking acid. Uh, yeah, that's why I like, do hard drugs. Like I don't if, want. I don't like, want to be able to. When you are in that deal. state, if you're having like a terrible trip, like you're stuck in there, and like I'm like so terrified of even trying that. Like, yeah, I don't like smoking that much weed for that specific purpose. Like if I like I don't know how to moderate. That's why I don't smoke weed. Because if I have like one puff, I'm like I don't really feel this. So then me stupidly, I'll have like 15, 16 more hits. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just ingesting. That's like everybody's experience with edibles. Like oh, I won't that do happens edibles. to everybody who's I will ever not do it. like you eat one and it's like three hours go by. You're like man, nothing. Let me try another one. And then all of a sudden, yeah. So you see the Matrix. I watched a really segueing. I watched a really weird documentary last night called The Perfect Bid. Have you guys seen this pop up on Netflix yet? No. It's about a guy who is obsessed with the prices, right? Oh, so much so that he memorized all the prices over the span of like thirty years and was able to help some like three or four people get like almost a perfect, if not a perfect, prices right game. Wow! And wow. how like they had to like like they, people were like shaming him and like accusing everyone of cheating. It was the most fucking fascinating thing I've seen in a long time. And this guy's like a mathematician, like a, a junior high math uh, teacher. Yeah, made a program to like quiz himself and went there like thirty times. Finally got on. Kind of, kind of didn't win. Kind of lost. I mean, he, he won, but he just didn't do. No so one well. really wins when they play the prices. Right? Well, he, he got the he got this uh, the punch out game, like the thing where you're supposed to like pick a bunch of numbers, and he almost got ten thousand dollars, but he got a thousand dollars. So he won some money and like a barca lounger and stuff like that. But then the guy that made headlines for this is the controversy. The guy that made headlines for getting the perfect game was like, yeah, I just been studying this stuff for years, and yada yada. And then this guy came out and was like, bullshit, I was there. When you won, and I was screaming, you! I was telling oh. you the numbers. And he goes, the big, the big problem was, and they, and they actually interviewed Drew Carey, and like they have footage from Drew Carey and Kevin Pollock when they did a podcast together about this, because Drew Carey was like, I thought I was gonna lose my fucking job, because the guy gets to, um, the the final bid, the showcase, and he's bidding on a car, and he goes, how much is this like Chevy Silverado, whatever it is, and the guy, the guy that this documentary is about, is sitting there talking to the dude's wife. And she goes, what do you think? And he goes, I'm going to add it up real quick. And he goes, 23,743. And she goes, he goes, remember that number because I'm going to add it up one more time. And he goes, doesn't it? And he goes, okay, it's, I, what did I say? I said, 23,743. Is that what I said before? She goes, yeah. He goes, that's the number. And then the guy, you see the footage, this unaired footage, you see the guy look over. And he, and for some reason, he goes, I don't want to uh, get it wrong. So so Theodore, the guy the documentary is about, mouths 23,400 or whatever. And, but the but the, you hear the wife scream out the real number. And so the guy like looks over and goes, 23,443. And Drew Carey goes, uh, <laughs> and they had to like go to commercial. He's like, you got the exact number. Like, it was exactly right. Wow. And then the guy's like, then they interview him. He's like, I j- the number just came to me. I don't know. And the guy in the fucking audience is like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this is my one claim to fame. You're not you're taking this shit away from me. Is that illegal to do? No. Yeah, that's my thing. It's, it's totally like, not well, illegal. Yeah. But, the, but the producers were pissed, of course. Well, because fuck it, like, but like that, Get a that's real like, job. Do a real show. I don't realize the crowd yell, right? But the guy's like, He's like, I watched The Price is Right when I was a kid, and I start. We watched it so much because there was only four channels on that I noticed that they started having the same TV. It was the same avocado, ugly ass TV, and it was always five. <laughs> it was like four ninety nine or something like yeah. that, or five forty nine, something like that. He goes, so I just kind of became obsessed with it, and finally started going to the point where, like, he was actually on three or four episodes, and Bob Barker knew him. He was like, what's up, Theodore? Like, this is going to be interesting. People, and people, weird, people like, figured out that he knew the prices, and so you can see multiple times people turning around looking at him and, like, winning. 
like the like winning thousands of dollars. Like one woman won like thirty grand. Did he ever want to cut shit. or anything? No, he just thought it was fun. What a nice guy. People like DJ, like his dad. He was like, my dad Some always asked, like, I should watch the world burn. Some kid. Some, Some people kid just want to watch the wheel turn. <laughs> They're like, fuck you, Drew Carey. No, this is a fascinating thing. Some, this kid won two cars because one of the one of the prizes was a car, and then in the showcase wow. won a car. And he Mr. helped Papa him win like Vegas vacation. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it's it's weird as shit, man. But but like, it was a pretty cool documentary. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Drew Carey, yeah, real quick, dumb young Tim story. Okay, remember the Drew Carey show? How Absolutely. can we forget? Great you know, show. The, the woman in in that. Yeah. Nope. Don't know her name, but I mean, I, I remember he had a show. And I, I feel like I, have to piece I always get that show confused oh with my Jesus. God. Jesus, Andy. I always get that show confused with whose line is it anyway? That well, same cast. also on, but it was Maybe. the same cast of people. Like, wasn't the guy from Office Space in it? Yeah, that woman. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Okay, whatever. Trudy, wasn't it or something? Like Wait, that? you talking about Mimi or are you talking Mimi about the, his friend, the brunette, the middle one? Mimi. Mimi. Okay. Growing up, I always thought that she was Drew Carey. I also did. Kathy Kinney. I, I thought that they were that it was like a nutty professor type yeah. situation. That I mean, that's the makes we sense. grew up in that world where it was nutty professor. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was. He was I will say, having I don't remember the Drew Carey show that well, but I don't think they had a, that kind of budget to do the effects on that every <laughs> single. Episode. When I was a fucking seven year old kid, I didn't know sure. anything about that. She was awesome. She must yeah, have been. I was convinced. She must have totally. Yeah. God, that that must have been such a fun character to play. Click on that one where she's leaning against the wall. <laughs> Look at this. What a fun character. She knows. I remember really liking the Drew Carey show. Yeah, me too. Buzz yeah, I remember a remember? fucking thing about it, though. Me neither. But it was on that, like, loop of TV where it's, mm -hmm. like, Simpsons and this. And whose line is it anyway? No, where it was just sort of, like, Carole middle of the road content. Where you're yeah. like, this is a solid 70%. I guess I'm here. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Uh, Forever. You know what yeah. show I think, like, uh, uh, Rogan talks about it all the time because he used to be on it was, was News Radio. And I remember really mm -hmm. liking that show. News Radio is really And I don't know is. if it's on. I've been meaning to check and see if I can find it on demand because I want to go back and watch it. But Phil Hartman, you fucking amazing. have to be. Mm -hmm. oh, maybe Amazon. I want to say I've seen that kid. It's got to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd love to go back and watch those old episodes because that cast was so good. Yeah. And then John Lovitz took it over and you're like, no, it's not going to work. Hey, man. It's not going to work. But he came in. He came in on a clutch. Exactly. What are you going to do? Somebody's got to go out there and bat, right? Keep it going. Yeah. Then there was Keep Spin City. Yeah. That was the Charlie Sheen one? That wow. was Michael okay. J. Fox. It was Michael J. Fox, Fox. not Charlie Sheen. Charlie yeah, Sheen was yeah. on a different one, like Hardball or some shit like no, that. No, when Charlie he came Sheen in came after, when Michael J. Fox, Fox announced he had Parkinson's and left, they brought in Charlie Sheen. Wow. And then when Charlie Sheen burned down on his one, didn't they bring in Aston Kutcher for that? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half men. Yeah. And now there was Dharma and Greg. How, I forget. love Darwin Greg. Jenna Elfman, is that what yeah. that was her name? Yeah, yeah. dude. Man, I had she had a, a moment, right? On her. She had a moment. She had a, that was a good show, Darwin Greg. She and was then a she did a couple movies. Lawyer. She was in Ed. Was she in Ed? Yeah, she was the one that my, Matthew McConaughey was going after. In Ed. Which one was Ed? It was the one where he sold the rights for them to live broadcast his life all the right. time. They fought him around. It was kind of the Truman Show, but not as good. But he was in on it. It wasn't like, yeah, yeah he made yeah. the choice. Darma's mom and dad were like, the fucking quintessential parents I didn't watch on enough. TV. I didn't watch enough. And the mom is now in The Good Wife, which, which is what she is watching now. I, that, that show yeah, about Darwin, Greg, yeah. has no right being as good as it is. She's obsessed with it. Don't watch it. You will get sucked in. I mean, it's just in. on. It's you like, get sucked in. We're, we're far enough now. I think she's on like season five. And I'm Doesn't like, matter. this is actually getting interesting. That's my problem. Yeah. I watch, uh, uh, my wife was watching, finished it because it's done. Now it's on to the good fight. And she's like, I'm not going to watch that. And that's the one that's only on CBS All Access? I believe so. Okay. Yes. But it looks good. It's it's similar. It's one of the characters from it is going. It's like a spinoff, basically. Um, but my wife was watching it. And it was like maybe four episodes before the end. And I'm like, oh, it's four episodes. I'll just sit down and watch it with her and try not to do the thing I always do, which is when I don't like a show, I make fun of it and then ruin the experience for her. Well, she does that to your movies. Though. 100%. Um, 
And so I started watching it and I'm like, why in the fuck am I so into this show? And like Juliana uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan was in it and yeah. he's super sexy. And they kind of have lots of oh, hot sure. sex. Yeah, totally. Scott Porter's in it, too. Scott, is he in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Spoilers for what's coming Michael up, J. Right? Fox is in it, too. He isn't. He's fucking funny. He plays yeah. a good character. Uh, blew, my, blew my brother's uh, uh, mind the other day because they're watching Friday Night Lights. And I was like, you know, we know Scott Porter, right? And he's like, which one's Scott Porter? I'm like, one of the fucking main characters. Jason Street, Texas Friday. And they're like, you know Jason Street? <laughs> and I was like, well, technically Greg knows him. Uh, I think I just insulted him by saying I didn't like Speed Racer. but It was quite the insult. Yeah. He was like, fuck you. Hey, you You're swung talentless. for the fences. Fuck you, you know, talentless you know, Nick. Yeah, he was really good. Probably because I pulled it really hard. Oh. Yeah, he, he almost kicked it over when he left to go pee real oh, bad. Oh, I unplugged it, yeah. If only I'm we telling had you, if we had a giant thing, a giant, to, a giant trough, <laughs> <laughs> the yellow jacket trough. Pre-show content, you gotta you gotta watch. Come that. on over to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny if you want to know what we are talking about. <laughs> this seems like a good part to tell you about our sponsors. Uh-huh. First up, it is Hims. If you didn't know, 66% of men lose their hair by the age 35, and the thing is, once you start to notice, it's too late. So keep what you have with ForHims.com, a one-stop shop. For skincare, sexual wellness, and hair loss treatment for men. How do we know so much about hymns? Well, they've been sponsoring us forever. Thank you. But also, Nick and Andy use them. Isn't that right, guys? Heck yeah, doggy dog. I was just Aye. checking out the hairline right now on the camera. Look at that. How's it looking? Oh, it's looking good, man. It's looking good. I'm using the shampoo. I'm using that Finestride. Mm-hmm. Uh, using the uh, still still on the vitamin kick. Love Are you those. stealing Andy's gummies still? No, he asked me uh, to stop, and by asked me, he started hiding them. And Smart. you know, I'm kind of lazy, Smart. so I didn't. Yeah, go out I think it's button. been helping a lot with me keeping my hair, but. I also think that the the biotin gummies that mm-hmm. are not only delicious, but I think like, they help out with nails, hair, and skin. And oh. I think they've been helping with my acne. Maybe. Because I haven't really? been noticing like as many breakouts they don't. They don't purport that as an advantage, but maybe that is. It may not be. Is. But I maybe feel it's like placebo I've... effect. Now that Andy says it, it helps it, maybe it'll help you too. <laughs> yeah, how are you using the vitamins? Because I think you're supposed to just rub them on your face, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the sour salt. Hims <laughs> 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 connects you with real doctors and medical grade <laughs> solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. Uh, there's no waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits. You save hours by going to forhims.com. Com, getting hooked up with a doctor who talks you through what you should do and what you shouldn't do. You can order now. My listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today. Right now, while supplies last, you can see the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to another doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash kinda. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash kinda. Forhims.com slash kinda. Our other sponsor, it's the University of Advancing Technology. Uh, let's talk, ladies and gentlemen, about VR. UAT, that's the University of Advancing Technology, has been teaching VR since the 1990s. Do your parents or significant others complain that gaming is ruining your brain or a waste of time? Well, what if you told them you're going to make a career out of it? Make virtual reality your reality with a bachelor's degree in VR. You can be designing games for life-changing applications. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's what a degree in VR from UAT can do for your future. They also have robotics and games, but I'll talk about that, I'm sure, another time. Uh, UAT's uh, virtual reality degree applies the design principles of gaming to serious, life-changing applications in such film uh, fields as corporate training, medical and therapeutic, military and education. Uh, you can learn more about all the programs available at University of Advancing Technology at http colon slash slash UAT dot Edu. I didn't want to say at UA, you know, because then people are going to go like a Twitter thing, right? It's UAT.edu. Yeah. Go there and you can be part of the University of Advanced Technology 
a university in Tempe, Arizona, founded in 1983, the same year I was born. UAT integrates technology into its general education requirements. It does a bunch of cool stuff. Get a degree. UAT.edu. Follow your dreams. Great year. Follow your dreams. Yeah, I know what you mean, the Twitter thing. Like, hey, I'm at Whataburger right now eating, but it's like, you know, back in the day, you would just put the I'm Whataburger. Yeah, right. Of the ad, I hate like, that. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm at at Whataburger. I don't, but I don't it's like so that. interesting the way things have changed, right? The way I remember when we were at IGN and we were all using Facebook a lot. It was just is hungry. Yep. Damon refused to put any like. Yeah. He's like, no, it's it's because it'd be like Damon Hatfield is yeah. or Damon Hatfield, and it would just be like is hungry. Andy is Cortez that? just got just watched the Cowboys game. Man, they suck. Or you know, it was always like some weird. Th- and then like feeling horny. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Or ex- excited. And you would put the little emoticon. You said horny though. Well, no, like that wasn't an option. But back in the day, no. Back in the day, probably now it is. Right? Sexy. Hmm. I never did any Facebook updates really? whatsoever. I blow people's brains apart when I post on Facebook. People go, "Whoa!" I used to use Facebook a lot. Whoa! I never got into it. Man. I hate using it now. It's just a fucking. It's just such trash now. I, I have to use it all the time because that's what every comedian does. I'll hit you up on Facebook. I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> no, can we just do use anything else? But yeah, and that's where all like the Facebook groups and stuff offer comedy. It's fine. I just look at like the kind of funny Facebook page, like you know, every other day or so. But it's so hard to get on there and actually try to read the feed when it's just coming. It's just all it's sorts of shit. So hard. Just I don't use Facebook. Period. Yeah, I I signed on the other day for the first time in forever to try to find out if it was your really your birthday. Oh yeah, because I saw Andy wish you happy birthday. And I was like, is this an old? Is this an out of? Well, I got to check it out. And I went there and I started trying to click around. And I'm like such an old man now since I don't use Facebook. And I'm just like, I ain't heard to find this information. I'm just taking a shot. Happy birthday. They sent him the text. I like, I hope that. I nailed it. I don't know if I nailed it. Sorry. You, you and all the rest of my friends did the same thing. Like, I Ty text me. was like, I think it's your birthday. Yeah. And I was like, close enough. Who cares? Listen, dude, if you remember my birthday at all in any if month. If you remember, I'm If you're alive. just like, oh, shit, Nick may have had a birthday this year. And you want to text me happy birthday? I'll take it. I don't care. That's a nice sentiment. I'm not, I'm not one of those people that wants to like drag you through the mire because you forgot the day and second that I was born. Who gives no. a shit? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Well, well, the birthday just doesn't matter as you get older. Who the fuck cares? It, it's, it's nice that people remember you and honestly, like, I, I've had a few people send me cards and I was like, well, that was nice because wow. you thought about me ahead of time. And you How old are the people sending cards? My, Ballpark. my parents. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. Is yeah. I feel like greeting my, cards my are got, such... Got me a card as well. Eh, okay, that'll give you. But I feel like mailing a card... Like for an anniversary, for a birthday, sure. is such an uh, is our parents' generation move. Well, I, and we're I, slowly phasing out. Thank God. I I kind of like it because I like going and picking out greeting cards. I get a g- good giggle out of it, and I like to just like my wife and I do we do cards a lot. It's one of the things we do. Like How every do once in a while, I'll, I'll stuff a like I'll I'll sneak a card into her suitcase or something if she's going. On oh, trip. that's cute. That's really cute. And then she opens it up. I'm like, hey, I'm missing you, whatever. And it's, yeah. it's nice. It's like, hey, I, all it's saying is, hey, I thought about. I'm you talking about the full blown. Oh, your birthday's coming up in a week and a half. I'm gonna mail you a card oh, from no, Tucson, no, no, Arizona. No, 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 no. Yeah, not happens. you putting it in your wife's uh, uh, suitcase. No, I mean my my uh, my. Uh, in-laws do that every once in a while. My parents do that every once in a while. My brother actually sends me cards every once in a while as well. I used to Except do this year we saw each other like two weeks ago. E-cards. So like, send you a fucking card. Oh, yeah? E-cards are the laziest thing humanly possible. Yeah, well, because the thing was like, I just like, I would be in fucking, um, I don't know. I'd be away from home. And yeah. I, for, I was on vacation or maybe just visiting another family. And I wanted to send my dad a, hey, happy birthday or whatever. Because yeah. his birthday is July 3rd. So it's like. Back in the day, like early internet, I would like look up an e card and how do I do this? Oh, type in the shit. How's the? Do you, how do you think the greeting card business is doing? I think it's probably doing okay. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever go away. But Sorry. I mean, like old people love cards, man. But, but they're gonna die, saying. is what I'm like, saying. Yeah, but I think we're a couple 
decades away from that. I would sure. like to see. I would like to see the statistics out. on like sales and at what point were they the most popular? My brain just. I I always think about weird stats. I I wonder like you have to imagine for the greeting card companies the first time they 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 really must have thought like was going to be maybe possibly the kiss of death was when we could print greeting cards at home. You remember this? Remember you used when to you fold started? Them in fours? Yep, you fold mm, you, yep. you fold the sheet paper in fours. You could design your card, make your own message. They must have been at Hallmark HQ being like, "Holy fucking shit! We need to start. A TV what are channel. we gonna do? We, yeah, what's falling. the future? Well, somebody no one's ever gonna up, stop watching TV. Get somebody on that. call up Candace Cameron Burr. Let's book her for the next hundred years. <laughs> the the people I hate the most when it comes to happy birthdays is people that say happy birthday on Facebook. Yeah, you're not my friend. You're lazy as fuck. Yeah. And I don't respect you. No. You didn't know it was my birthday. Yeah. You only knew because Facebook this reminded you. you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's you, not, you oh, haven't, that's t- me. You yeah. haven't talked to me in 300 years. Wow. And now you're just saying happy birthday. Yeah, whatever. I don't know where. It means I mean, fucking nothing. It means nothing. It means less than nothing. What, it's honestly, actually it just does selfish, mean less than nothing. Because what it's saying it's, is, hey, oh. you should think about me on your birthday today. Yeah. Because I'm wishing you a happy exactly. birthday. Exactly. It's bullshit. I'm totally with you, Nick. Nah. It's bullshit. Text them. You can get reminded by Facebook. I'm not. I don't expect you to remember people's birthdays. It's not about that. Yeah. It's about the fact that like you're now just one of hundreds of just random ass motherfuckers that are all interchangeable, saying the exact same thing. It's almost as bad Greg as Miller. when you text someone something no, that's really clever that warrants a fucking response, and they like it. They like your stupid text, and I'm like, that's where society's done. We're fucking done. Greg Miller from the press. Thank you. Uh, Tim Gettys, uh, Greg Miller, kind of Would you say then you respect my move more, which is I'll see other people wishing someone a happy birthday and I stay out of it. I'm not going to, if I see a whole bunch of people on Twitter wishing, or even if I pop in for, a, I'm not about that life. I wasn't going to do it. I don't give out happy birthdays on social media willy nilly. I'm cool. just going to stay away from it. That's totally fine. I'm going to swerve away from it. I, I did- text you. If you're like you're, what you're saying, I'll text you. Yeah. But I'm not going to get in this like uh, casual friend business. Dude, well, People that, we know through jobs or we've done stuff we like and we follow them on Twitter, but I don't need to be there. I feel like that there should always be a purpose to the happy birthday message. And it should not just be look at me, look at me. Yeah. And that's what it is on that's Facebook. What it is. If, you're t- if you want to text them, to me that's saying, hey, I actually want to stay connected with you. Like I am going off. God knows that's not what I want. Like leaving leaving this the, the easiest thing. Yeah. I'm taking one extra step to yeah. do this. And I respect that. And then or mm. take it to Twitter or take it to something. Like I, I tweeted about Nick. Why to do that? To, to get people to talk. I was then the Facebook reminding people mm-hmm. it's the birthday. I appreciate that. You know what that. I mean? There's like that step. It was what Andy like, did for me. Let's, Andy let's did it words. better than you. Because he did it in Instagram, you know, and that's where I saw it. How's like, here's the thing. I Here's the thing. There's a lot of people that I used to know a lot more when I worked at Best Buy and Austin or shit mm-hmm. like that that I don't keep in touch Regular with a whole customers. lot. But I wish them well. And when their birthday comes around, I'll say, hey, happy birthday. I hope, you know, I hope you're doing all right, man. And it, that's it's just my sort of way of being like, I'm glad you're still alive and still kicking. You know, sure, I, 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 sure. wa- I want you to but know you're not, that. Though you I, don't actually care. Yeah, I do. You care for that one second. No, but you I don't do. Care for the other three hundred and sixty. Like I, I want them to know that, year. like, if you died, I'd be real. I'd be bummed out. You'd be bummed out for you post on the Facebook wall. R.I.P. Half a day. No, I wouldn't do that. No, that'd be it. I don't mm. do that shit. Mm. I just feel like people want. There's. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people. Obviously, we're I just don't see what's wrong with this. This comes from a good place. If you want to wish them a happy birthday, great. But I do feel like there's a lot of it that people are just like don't. They want to be a part of the conversation. And it comes from a little bit of a selfish place. And that if you're that person, find a bucket, go into your go yeah. into your garage, get that I, bucket, I get drink it. the bucket, fill drink from water, it. drink from it. Oh yeah. man, you want him to die by yeah. overhydration? No, just that's the know. worst way to go. 
Because you think you're doing something healthy for it. It's like the girl in the Wii challenge. Remember yeah. that? Oh, Hold that your Wii sad. for a Wii? Yeah. That yeah. was sad. Jeez. So yeah. stupid. Was super. But some of the most popular articles I ever read at the Columbia Daily Tribune, or blog post for the yeah. Game Over column I did, that launched my career. I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, yesterday I went to Los Angeles, California, the city of angels. Oh, oh it's like for the, ASMR. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> for the uh, Deadly Class screening. And oh, I said man. I would talk about it here. What, you want to start there? The was show? it the first episode? Yes. Cool. Which is available already on yeah. YouTube. So here's what happens. I'm minding my own business a couple weeks ago, Be-zone. maybe a week ago. Go ahead. Do, 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 do. Keep doing your here. Keep doing your Greg impression. We're gonna do all right. So you're um I, I I'm minding my own business. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. Wow, that, that hurt and that it cut deep. That, that, that cut deep. That that's uh, how he thinks of me. <laughs> that's that's what it is. Can, next time Fuck me running. Somehow, that's not good. I need to, <laughs> as you're as you're laughing like that, if you could somehow whisper the word raccoon as well, that would be yeah. Yeah. Smart. Oh, I'm it. minding my own business last week, and I get an email right. From NBC Universal, mm. and I and it says Deadly Class Screening. Now, it's rare we get LA invites. They happen every so often, but it's like okay, this is rare. I open this one up, and right at the top, it's just, it's just an image, and it says Kevin Smith and Harley Quinn Smith invite you to the Deadly Class Screening, LA. Blah 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 blah. blah right, and it's an image, and so my immediate reaction, of course, is I gotta be there. I gotta go. And as I told you, Tim, right, the three reasons behind this is, how did this happen? How did any of this become to be, right? Number one, Kevin Smith was like, oh, man, uh, who should be, come, hey, who should come to this thing, right? Cool G, you're the man right there. Cool G. He, they're, you know, he, they, Sci-Fi hires Kevin Smith to do this. They're like, who should come to this thing? And he's like, oh, I don't know, invite Greg Miller. And I'm like, yeah, right? Number two, Sci-Fi slash uh, uh, Deadly Class, de- 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 mm. the class people have seen me tweeting so much about Deadly Class. No, I love the comic book. No, I'm a supporter of the show. Yeah. And like, well, we got to get this guy down. He's a, he's a popular mm-hmm. influencer. Or number three, somewhere I've crossed paths with NBC Universal on something else. And they're like, this guy likes comics and cool. Any three of those options is the real reason. They're great stuff. I want to get to the bottom of it. You want to figure out who it was that invited you so you can become better friends with them so you can wish them a happy birthday on Facebook. No, Thank I want to get there so that I keep getting invited to cool shit related to my interests. Because if this was, hey, guess what? We're, you know, it's sci-fi. Well, God, I was going to say sightings. That we're bringing sightings back. You remember sightings? Old Fox oh. show where they, it was like knockoff. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It was like knockoff unsolved mysteries. Yeah. That's Xbox. Oh, sorry. But it was similar to that. But it was the same idea. <laughs> hey, this guy saw Bigfoot. Anyways, if the, I was going to say, if it was a show I didn't care about them bringing back or Bigfoot making. Is blurry. Hunting Bigfoot. Good show. Remember that? Yeah, I remember it. It wasn't a good show. Real bad. Yeah, yeah. real, real bad. <laughs> Terrible. So yeah, I want to be a part of this. All right. Because again, uh, since we did it on Greg's Comic Book Club, when it was still part of the morning show, mm-hmm. Deadly Class been amazing. Kevin, you love Deadly Class. Love it. And so like, you know, I was excited period that the comics slowly. I was when they announced this show, it's always like, you know, fuck it up. Who's going to fuck this up, right? And then we saw the original stuff from it, remember? Well, it was just good news, good news, good news, good news yeah. coming from that movie. Yeah. The Russo Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Russo Michelle. Brothers producing. Uh, Lana, I forget her last Condor. name. Condor. Condor. And she's famous. To all the boys I've loved before. Sure. But, I mean, she's a... Where, is she YouTube before or something? She's got like a, she already got like a million... They uh, all do these days. Man. Do Bro, they? Yeah. Have you seen To All the Boys I Loved Before? Yes, it's a great movie. And I'm not saying that, it's not right a great there, movie. If you ever do anything close to that... Instantly, another million subscribers, followers on Twitter. Instantly. Okay. Let's we got to make it. that. We Let's should make go. that. 200 more subs. How about to all the pizzas Can I, I get verified before? on? <laughs> <laughs> just, I was eating a fucking pizza. That's really good, actually. That's That'd be a fun bad. thing where we just go back to the, our favorite pizzas of all time. Be, oh, that's good. Write that yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Write it down, Kev. Um, so I wanted to go Kim to this no matter what, right? <laughs> so in my mind, I look at the schedule for this week. 
Not to mention the schedule for last week. If you if you're you're listening to this, you don't know how crazy life's been lately. We launched kind of funny 4.0 on Monday. Tuesday I flew to Austin. Friday I flew back from Austin. Get invited to this thing while I'm in Austin or around Austin, right? I'm like, I gotta go, but I can't miss content here, right? So I'm gonna do the morning sh- the games daily, then go to the airport, fly down there for the premiere, have like three hours to kill when I get there, go to the premiere thing, hang out for a little bit after, and then catch the light f- last flight back to San Francisco. Tuesday do shows, Wednesday do shows, then Wednesday night fly to New York, host the Star Trek Discovery red carpet, then fly back on Friday after doing a whole bunch of cool shit on Friday that I can't talk about yet. It's a big week. So I do the show yesterday, Nick. I get to the airport and sure enough, fucking delayed. It's raining in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It's raining in LA nice. and it just keeps sliding backwards and it keeps sliding backwards to the point that I'm getting very nervous about making this happen to which my wife is reveling in my nervousness and giggling every time it gets that turn. It gets delayed and being like, are we still going to try to make this? And I'm like working backwards on the math of like what it would have to be to make this work. Cause it's, you mm-hmm. know, LA. So it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this about LA. Terrible. It's terrible. And Traffic's it awful. And it was raining. Nobody knows what the fuck. No, they don't know how to drive there. Exactly. So the concern was I had estimated down that we were supposed to leave at two o'clock. If we left at 420, we would be, I know, right? But this is my math. That would still give me enough time to get there, land, get the oobs, get or taxi way enough taken and get to the event after a 630 cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. Or like ish 630 and then it's supposed to be seven for the screening screen the thing then get to hang out a little bit afterwards then grab the 1030 flight home I shit you not we it's delayed over and over and over again with us at the gate and I'm like rationalizing like even if we get super delayed and we get down there and we land and just drive to the thing and the premieres already started whatever we've made it you know what I mean we made, we got there we'll, we're gonna work we finally turn onto the runway because we're just eventually they put us on the plane and then we're just delayed on the tarmac which is the worst, worst, the worst kind of delay. It's all hot, then it's cold. Lift back up. Like, this is the oil. There's oil all over this. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go back up, guys. <laughs> Delayed on the tarmac. Finally, we, make, we turn the left to finally go down the runway and actually get some speed. We turn at 420 on the dot. Wow. And I'm like, I should have fucking, I didn't know God was listening, or mm-hmm. the pilot at least, mm-hmm. and I should have changed those secrets. Exactly. The pilot, everybody <laughs> fucking smokes. Please do it. Got it. We're going to get that faster. <laughs> we get there. We're coming in, and then it's like, uh, this, it's this line of bullshit where it's like, hey, it's guess the what? They're doing a bunch of shit on LA, at LAX today. <laughs> They're having people land a different way. We've never landed this way. And I'm like, okay, great. We've never landed. So, so it's, it's like, like, that's like, like the last thing I try to hear. So, yeah, pretty much. Because like when we were landing, I looked out the window, and there's all ocean. Like we were over the ocean coming in rather than over the city and I was like oh man like I yeah I don't ever land this way he's correct and I'm like sure enough I'm like we're gonna get there everything will be tied up it'll be all I mean, it, we get there it didn't we got there got out of the thing got in the car we're over there we roll up to this fucking thing 630 is cocktail hour in classic Greg Miller fashion we roll up at 627 there we go so then I have to wait outside and feel like I got here too early which then gives me a social anxiety yeah, of like, like fuck that. now I look like this now you're not cool now you're not cool exactly mm. you came all the way from San Francisco and you're early you yeah, three yeah. minutes early. and that was the thing too in the car I was like oh man we gotta come up with a story if anybody asks you just yet. tell the Uber driver hey just take a couple laps she's like why would we need a story I'm like we sound like psychopaths yeah <laughs> Yeah, we like We flew down here. I love Deadly Class. I'm flying out just for this thing. I want to be, oh, how long are you in LA? Another two hours. Yeah. Kevin uh, Smith is like three hours late. Like, I don't even fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, creeped out if I talk to him. So I have two questions in this order. Sure. One, did you talk to Kevin Smith? Two, which of the three options was it? Uh, I'll start with question number two. Who knows? No one knows how I got invited to this thing, and no one's going to, we're not going to ask questions. All right. I feel like now that it's over, you should ask questions. I I, I think it was Deadly Class, uh, the social team slash whatever you want to call of it, because that they retweeted all my shit. They were very active on my Instagram post. That seems to be the thing. Uh, did t- number one did talk to Kevin Smith. 
for once I got in there, obviously. Because the, here, the, my concern was this. So is, did or didn't? I did. D-I-D. Oh, Tom oh, okay. I heard that you said didn't. My thing coming in was the concern of, is this... Oh, hold! Hey, this is like a, a actually an intimate thing for the other class uh, screening or whatever. Or is this? Hey, we're going to a giant theater and it's going to be four hundred people and a whole bunch of people have general admission tickets and whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Luckily, it was uh, the former, where it was that it was a small deal and the entire cast was there and it was like because the the building they held it in was for uh, weddings usually. Like like when you look at the, like where, where am I going? You put it in Google Maps. It's like wedding venue, but next to it is a giant theater. So I was like, oh fuck, are we just doing the thing? We were standing outside, and I was I was like grinning, and, and I finally turned to Jen, and I was like, I'm an idiot. And she's like, well, I know, but why? And I'm like, this is the kind of video game bullshit that I would no longer get excited for. If you were like, hey, come to this, ra-, like, and I'm talking about a random video game, you know, or whatever, something Tecmo Koei's put out. Not only would I not go, <laughs> but it would be like, I, if I did go, I'd be like, can you show me the fucking game? Yeah, just yeah. But like this time, it was, it was like. Like back in the day when you used to be like, okay, we're going to sit through a 45 minute long presentation first. Yeah. And then you'll get hands on. You're like, no, it's just fucking And I was like, but I was concerned of like, is like what is, when we got in there, it was like best case scenario on every front. Because this is my first like. Hollywood uh, Hollywood thing. screening early thing I've gone down to and yeah we got there and sure enough they had it all like the pink lights like deadly class they that ne- deadly class neon sign it's all on my Instagram if you want to see it uh, and we walked in and like as soon as they, they had drinks for you right away it was way better than most video game events because everything was just there in plentiful supply and they had candy everywhere and they had popcorn everywhere and they had bars everywhere and they made it look like uh, the academy from deadly class oh, right yeah King's Dominion it was fucking awesome and they had all the people working there dressed in the blazers to look like the school uniform and shit again Video game crap would be like, mm-hmm. and it, pro- honestly, probably screening crap if you sent me to some show I don't watch. And I was like, no, all right, whatever, whatever. To see one of my favorite comic books, though, turned into mm-hmm. a TV show and then to be able to exist in that world for a second was awesome. Then it was awesome to be there and, yeah, be talking to the cast and have them all around there. And it was a very interesting thing because I think we get to do it all the time for ourselves, uh, t- Tim, mm-hmm. at all. The fact that, hey, we're launching kind of funny showcase or we're doing kind of funny live and we know what that's like to build up to that moment. Whereas for this cast, right, of, you know, for the most part, relatively unknowns for the kids, like to see them like so fucking pumped to show this off and to see like they were like like when when you went into the screening room they had it like on a loop like their production shots and like behind the scenes stuff they've shot to you know i'm sure that they just dressed them up one day and sent them out for b-roll and shit sure. and they were so excited to see that like they yeah, never seen that cool. footage so they, they were that and when like credits started going for the opening they were all popping and cheering for each other and all the stuff and at the That's end cool. the same way too and it was just like this crazy fucking thing to get to be a part of uh for a, a property i love so much Yes, I talked to Kevin Smith. Is uh, the show good? I like it. Yeah. Okay, it, cool. I, I mean, it's, you know, obviously um, the source material is better. Like comics are, you know, able to move at a different pace, I think, than a 40 minute TV show. Uh, and I've only seen the pilot for Deadly Glass. So I think they try to get a lot in and drop some of the characters that in the books gave information a certain way, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. But I think that's also how you do a pilot. You could speak more to this. Oh, yeah. Of a li- more limited scope than expand <laughs> later because it is like the cast they had there and some of the promo shots, I was like, oh, you're this character and you're that character. You're not in the pilot, but once they got picked up for a full mm. season, they put you in there and made sense to. expand it more. Yeah, exactly. You go back and watch the Seinfeld pilot. Oof. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's rough. Rough. yeah. We had that uh, waitress that was going to be like a, one of the main things at the yeah, cafe or whatever. Like, never, you're never yeah, a thing at the cafe. Never came Nobody cares about you at all. Uh, this is... Uh, I'm, I'm, miss, uh, I'm thinking about a different one. Sorry, I was going to ask you a bunch of questions about this, but it's a different comic book I'm thinking of. Sorry. Don't um, Kevin Smith, though. K Smith. Kevin Smith. 
so I did the thing. He he got he got there. Like they're at the red carpet part. They're all taking the photos and stuff. He walked up beside me and up a little bit and was talking to some PR people. And you have to wait. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to come in and interrupt his business. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it's done. Tabling the shoulder, turn on me. Hey, Kevin, it's great. And he's like, Oh, Greg Miller, blah, blah. And he shook my hand. He's like, Oh, man. He's like, and I'm like, I was like, First thing, congratulations, not not dying. I haven't talked to Kevin in person. So he's like, Oh, man, I know it's going real well. He's like, You look great. I'm like, Yeah, the beard hides the fat. Ah. And so, yeah, we bummed <laughs> right. And like, But his first question, which I thought was super touching, because this is the first time I've actually talked to Kevin in person since our podcast four yeah. years ago, right? He was like, How's the endeavor, man? And I'm like, It's fucking awesome. <laughs> kind of funny. Just had its fourth anniversary. He's like, Yeah. And I'm like, We talk about you all the time. We say it all the time. Whenever things are good or bad, like, yeah. whatever yeah. And he's like, you asked for this. Yeah, he like knew yeah. the line himself and stuff. And then he, it was his that's, first time. That's like his fucking like Stanley. Like it really is. Like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that's you awesome. Wanted you wanted this. Yeah. You wanted this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, he With got to meet Jen for the first time and talk to her for a little bit. And we were shooting the shit for a while. It was that's great. Cool. And then you know he's like, oh yeah, and I'm like, he's so busy right now, getting ready to go shoot uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot or whatever, and all that jazz. Like it's fucking crazy. But we got to catch up, and that's all I wanted. I haven't talked to the man in forever, right? Yeah. And then he got pulled away, and he's like, I want to hear the end of the Jen story because we were in the middle of our whole thing. And then we never got back together because it's just not nonstop crowded yeah. and all this stuff. Did but you meet it, Lana Condor? I didn't. Can you bring her up? I don't know who you're talking about. I keep thinking all of the boys we've Lana from uh, Smallville. Smallville. No, from uh, from that fucking cartoon about the secret agent. Uh, I boy. love her. Lana Condor? Yeah. I she oh, her, okay, she okay. seemed super nice, super effective. Here's the thing. They were all working, and I didn't want to run around and interrupt any of them. You know what I mean? And I know, and it's not that thing of where people are always like, oh, Greg, well, you always tell us to come talk to you and stuff. That's Error. at a meet and greet or us running around sure. and doing something that packs. Like, they it's were just, all they're, there. They were there to have the project. They were there on their premiere night getting they're photos taken, they're getting interviewed yeah. and stuff. I didn't want somebody to be like, hey, loved you in the other thing. You're great in this. Uh, Joey really loves you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know Joey. Joey's a huge no, you fan. You want to play it cool. You want to play it cool. I wanted to play it cool. And here's where Archer. we don't give many people this kind of shout out. <laughs> you want to know who is a great dude who gave me the best icebreaker of all time? Mm. Cameron Cuff. Mm. Cameron Cuff saw me Instagramming story from it. And he's like, oh, dude, are you at the premiere? I'm like, yeah, it's the screen. He's like, is the cast there? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, go up to these guys and say hi for me. Like, I haven't seen him since Comic-Con, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, like, the dude who plays Willie in the thing, he said, like, we were sitting right behind the, the cast or whatever. So, when he, and I think I was sitting behind one of the Russo brothers. I'm not sure. I can't keep it all Whoa. straight. But he was over there, and, like, when he got I'm like, hey, dude. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, hey, my name's Greg. My friend Cameron Cuff wanted it. And he's like, oh, shit, you know Cameron? And it was, like, a fun thing. And I'm like, that's the perfect icebreaker, where I get to say something from somebody you know and care about, but I don't get to intrude. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. And then the big, not miss, I guess, right? But there was this woman who was getting walked around who I didn't know, but everybody was taking care of and doing stuff. I'm like, I don't know what that's all about. Got home, or on the way home, looked at the phone, right? And it was the woman who wrote the book to all the boys I've loved before. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, man, Joey, what are really like that? No, she's yeah, doing well. She's got more movies coming. Yeah, yeah. Here's my big question. Yeah. Did uh, The Russo brothers are there, right? Did, uh, did From Sh- what I understand, yes. Again, hard to identify them as Greg Miller, who does not know what they look like. Fair point. Uh, and I, you know, they fly under the radar. Did shirtless Spider-Man make an appearance there? No, 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 no. I mean, he was not there. I don't Thank think. You know what I mean? That's like, unfortunate. It's an, it would it's have been an a image thing. I don't opportunity want opportunity for shirtless Spider-Man to be like, "Hey, maybe put me in the nope, next Spider-Man movie." Yeah, great. and again, we were trying to Wrist set the right impression big. for kind of funny for Wrist going big, down there big. and doing stuff. You know what I mean? The so right impression. Waste not, want not. Here, you here. Follow this logic. So you're assuming, oh, this okay. You made a great impression. They're gonna come back and watch all of our content, and they're gonna see me. And I'm just no. going to drive that impression right what, into the I, what I was, What I said in the car with Jen on the way home, I was just like, you know, there's like a 25% chance I probably hosted Deadly Class Comic-Con panel at some point. 
It's like, oh, why? Did you, they hitting up? I'm like, no, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. That's I'm cool. sure Kevin's too expensive to do this shit all the time. Like, I'll, I'll <laughs> next Plus, he's yeah. like always working for IMDb these days. Yeah, right. He's always, he's always on the boat. Yeah, dope yeah, ass yeah, boat yeah. show that yeah. I want to get I on. Get but on I, boat, just, like, I like wave and he's like, I don't know who you are. No, stay away. Also, you're making yeah. lots of noise down there. So. Yeah, we're way too far away, too. We're like such a street section. You're very loud. Brian Hossein was there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The comedian. I feel like, and that's, I should have talked to him last night. The comedian, Brian Hossein. We've seen him, I want to say, Three or four times at events. Really? Yeah. Does he just show up to stuff? Well, yeah. You're, I think it's like Comic Con where we'll see him at like the bar or something. Yeah. Or we'll be hanging out. We'll yeah, see him. Yeah, it's always yeah. like, oh, there he is. And it's like, I don't want to like, again, oh, like. Oh, shit. I, I visually know you. I know Let you me from. See a picture of him. Well, Sorry, continue. Yeah. I, I, but it's like, why yeah, would we go over there you. just out of the blue and be like, hey, man, look, you know what I mean? Like, no, nah, it's what you got. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Didn't we. No, it's a different guy to think of. Yeah, he's funny as fuck. But what I loved about it was. about Game Shop? No. Well, two things I was thinking of I was thinking of Brian Regan. Who has a mm. Netflix special right now? Who's really funny as well? But then, yes, I was thinking about the Game Shop guy. And yeah. I was like, yeah, we did not work with Brian Bussain. Who's the Game remember. Shop guy? Uh, do you remember Game Shop? The yeah. Hit Start Show. Uh, the oh, there's no. a guy that looks like him. You know, Tim, when you call it a Hit Start Show like that, it kind of makes me think that maybe you didn't think it was a Hit Start <laughs> Show. <laughs> did you watch it? We can talk shit about every episode, Nick. I watched every episode to give notes, and no, those you didn't. notes—I don't believe those you. notes were. I, I read the scripts beforehand, uh-huh. and I gave notes on them, and they took those notes and they wiped their asses. They with did. It, they did. And they threw it out the window. Such a Dumb show, so dumb. Colton Dunn was such in it, an ambitious yeah. season, series finale. <laughs> like the, the whole thing, series finale was amazing. The series finale is just like let's just fucking spend all the budget yeah. on this. What a great concept for a show mm-hmm. that I would have loved to have like developed personally because they had like I'd love to just have that set and that that group of actors, but yeah, I just didn't. It was, I, uh, it was I was fine. cleaning up some of my account informations and passwords and, and whatever mm-hmm. over the over the weekend. And I had a list of. Please like, tell me you're still logged into Start. Well, that was my thing. I had a list of all like the old IGN stuff, and I was like, you know what? What's up with Start? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look in, and, and I went in, and then it gave me a thing that was like like oh you this is un- unauthorized yeah. like you know, notifying like, ah, friend Mirabella. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's got but, yeah. two main contact. But it's friend like, Mirabella. That's <laughs> oh, not no. good. Like I should not still have access to that channel. Probably not. But <laughs> to be fair, I don't even think anyone working at IGN yeah. currently remembers, remembers that they what Start have is. Start. Yeah, and it's probably got four hundred thousand subscribers right now. I mean, it just keeps going up. Let's just change that name to kind of funny and post everything. We should on. put up one up at noon. Just random one up at noon, like just, the old oh, the old school up at noon. From we didn't put it up on. We put phone. up a new. We film a new up at noon episode and then stealth upload it to start and don't tell anybody. Oh god, <laughs> so fucking funny. Right, that would be yeah, so yeah. funny. Or like, what else did we do? Oh, just uh, uh, what was the show that Naomi used? Cheap, to do? cool, Cheap, crazy, cool, crazy. Just get it. That was a great one. idea for a show. Great idea. Cheap, cool, crazy. Here's Everything. something cheap. Here's something cool. Here's something crazy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. much production like value. It was a lot of production. three hundred and sixty nine thousand subscribers. Sixty nine thousand. So yeah, it was great last night. Really loved it. Um, what I kept talk, talking to Jen about is like, man, like this is what a video game event would look like with like per, a lot of money, because it was clear they had a lot of money, right? Like, like the TV. they had the ice cubes that had the deadly class like thing inside them, so you could see deadly That's class. Cool. They had all the stuff. They had uh, photos. They had there. like LED screens inside of the glass. Or? No, it was like you know, it was like some kind of thing inside of the ice cube. Like you froze oh, in the ice the Deadly Class logo. I'm not sure if it was edible or not. I, didn't, I was That's drinking cool. up too fast. They had guys there who didn't know how to pour bourbon. That were giving me the glasses for like, uh, like here's the tequila mojito drink, and then filling it three fourths with bourbon. I'm like, this is, a, this is a strong pour, and I thank you, sir. And I walked around and enjoyed that. And then they had cool gift bags. Oh, are we oh, gonna shit. go through right now? We're gonna go through this gift bag. That's so fun. I have to pee. Keep going though. Okay, cool. Audio listeners, 
We're, we're going to tell you what. So there you got, it says Deadly Class on the side. Deadly Class here. They all had the tags on them for what size they are. Mm. Very much like video game events, as I discovered. No small t-shirts. Jen's mm. like, I'll take a small. They're like, honey, we don't have those. That's not how entertainment journalism works either. And I was like, oh, cool. cool. I feel at home. That seems weird. So medium's the uh, biggest they had? Smallest. Yeah. Smallest. Or, or smallest they had, yeah. So here you go. Deadly right. Class pennant. Kevin, you get to keep this shit you don't fucking need. <laughs> Exactly. I hate, what, what, I hate what? this tchotchke stuff. What do you mean tchotchke? Well, no, it's cool. Hate Why it. would you hate it? Get off the table. What are you throwing it on hate the ground it. for? Oh, we got some sci-fi pencils. Uh, Great. Let's get to the pins, Pencil dude. sharpener and a deadly class eraser I like in it. a deadly class That's really cute. pencil case. It is. It's real cool for all the classes you're going to. Hey, you know what? You can put all sorts of things in here. You can put you can put uh you can put uh USBs in here. You can put keys, change, vibrators. Think about of certain sizes. Just non-stop weed in there, you know. Non-stop, dude. I got a t-shirt. T-shirts, fine. I'll give it to you. Am I, I like allowed it. to wear this? That's I like really, that. You like the cool shirt? Are you allowed to wear it? Yeah. Is it cool enough by the like Tim it. Getty's oh, motto yeah. to wear it? Yeah, it's dope. Okay, cool. cool. I, I, I like feel how soft this sweatshirt is. Oh, right? yeah, I like oh, that. Oh, that's that's cool. Got a King's Dominion sweatshirt. Here. That's really awesome. Yeah, I like this one a lot. This is a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm all about shirts that aren't on the nose of what mm -hmm. they are. Yeah. It's the best. Deadly Class trade paperback, of course. That's really pretty. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Got a cool Deadly Class book. Is this like the whole well. book or is this just one? No, this is volume one. This oh, is okay. volume one. What, uh, it's, it's ongoing, right? Yeah, still going on. Still great. But it, but it's volume one of like made up of several different comics. Is that what you're saying? It's what it would be the first five or six issues, depending on how they break oh, it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's how they do trade paperbacks or whatever, so you can read them in order. Then like for it. Joey Noel, cool. I brought back uh, a Saya oh, uh, uh, coaster. Joey! Because she loves uh, her from the Ollie Girls movie, you know what I mean? All the so, girls all, the, all the boys that you loved movies. Uh -huh. I can't, that's a weird title for me to try to keep straight. All the boys, boys I've loved, I've loved before. before. Mm, can't do it. Can't do it. Back in the I'm end. glad you don't, I'm glad you're giving up on trying though. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, you just gotta uh -huh. lean into it, right? I've tried to say words before and then I just gave up on them. Uh-huh. I got you, your girl, Alana, a little thing here. Thank you. I never got the chance to talk to her, but I saw her. Uh-huh. Along with the author who wrote the book. Jenny she Hawk. exists? Yeah. She's real. Wait, she, she wrote this or no? No. no. She wrote 12 boys. Uh, Rick okay. Remender was there as well, oh. and I will have you know, ladies and gentlemen, Whoa. I was too shy to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. It's because he—it's the same deal of like so he came crazy. off the—he came off the red carpet and he would talk to people, and then but he was like he talked to people he knew those people, and then he was getting interviewed and stuff. And it's just like. Greg, here's what you fucking so do. It's so hard for me to walk over there. You just say, hey, on the back of your comic, you are quoting Benjamin Bailey from IGN. Say, I fucking started IGN. I mean, I fucking, I've never met Benjamin Bailey, and 9. I never 4 will. 9.4 out of 10 from Benjamin Bailey? I put up the nice photos, of course, of me and Jen on the red carpet with our phones, but they took Polaroids, too. So there's cool. a Polaroid oh. of me and Jen on the red carpet. Followed by, then they had the little things there with the blazer you could take, your class mm -hmm. photo. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? See, I picked uh, uh, class of 2019 on one, Tim. Mm-hmm. Jen picked biggest flirt, as you can see in that one. Mm. Then I said life of the party on my next one. And then Jen said most likely to survive and gave the sexy eyes. You know what I mean? That's how she does it. And then I got stickers to put on the Polaroid as well. So it was, all in all, pretty good night for swag for things I really enjoy. That's awesome. It was weird. It was weird to go to something and be totally out of my element. Yeah. Because I don't go to, you know, game stuff, whatever. Especially because then it was also that weird thing of like, me and Jen were joking and giggling about it. Like, no one knows who the fuck we are. Like, I walked in and it was like, it was a lady came over. We walked into the screening area and like, there's all these seats that say reserved. And we're like, do we just sit anywhere? And she's like, oh yeah, you guys can take reserved. And I was like, okay. And, Jen's, and we, Jen sat down. I was like, I walked over and I'm like, 
hey, are you sure we can take reserve? And she's like, yeah, you know, it's going to be Rick over there and then the cast and then you. And I'm like, who do you? I'm not who you think I am. What did she say? <laughs> she's like, aren't you Miles? And I'm like, no, I'm not Miles. And she's like, why did you say you were Miles? I'm like, you didn't ask if I was Miles. That's hilarious. Like, Nobody yes. said it was Miles. Nobody said it was Miles. No, no one ever said Miles. Miles never came out of your mouth until you said, aren't you Miles? <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, that's so funny. That's funny. So then I went back. I wrote back and that's when the cast she all turns out she didn't even work there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a really fun time. It that's was a cool, cool thing to do. And, uh, stretch my legs, do something different. And then, wait, you're going to New York this week for Discovery? No, 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 no. Well, yes, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, that's yeah, so fun. Yeah, so if you're having watching games daily this week, yeah, Thursday I'm hosting the red carpet premiere of Star Trek Discovery Season 2, interviewing the cast and crew there. Uh, that'll be on Facebook. It's on Facebook.com slash Star Trek CBS. I want to say it's at 4 p.m. Pacific. Oh, seven, Yeah, 7 so p.m. Eastern. Yeah, and then I get to go see the, go with them then to the premiere screening and then go to the after party there, too. Fucking uh, cool, man. So Where cool. if Rick Remender's so there, jealous. Good. Yeah. If I fly to New York, can you just get me into the after party? Totally, man. You know who hooked this gig up for us? Carl. Yeah, Chris yeah. Carl, man. Love of course, Megan. He's like, hey, well, I'm doing this thing. You want to do it? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to do it. That's, That's awesome. So fun. And that was. And are you going to watch it all? Are you going to like? Are you? Popping? I'm two episodes away from watching it all. And yeah, that's, that's the funnest thing think? about it. Where we even? No, 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 no. Chris Carl, old IG. I find oh, Chris okay. Carl. Used he used to, to do cheap uh, free shit. He had a show yeah, called. He was a producer of free shit. He was ahead of his fucking time. He was ahead of his time. You would love him. Yeah, we got to go watch Chris Carl and Andy doing content. Yeah, no, it was that he hit me up, and it was right after I think I had been saying on. I had a conversation with Tim, and then a conversation with Jared on a. I think it was Games Daily for you with Jared for a post show. I think for Game Over Greggy show of like, I wanted to. I you know I miss stretching my legs and doing stuff outside of the norm, right? In terms of hosting gigs, and then this one came around of like, yeah, I've never done a red carpet. And yeah, I haven't watched Star Trek at all. I like the movies, but I haven't watched uh, Dis- Discovery. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, once I signed the deal, I started watching Discovery, and I'm like, fuck, I'm really surprised it, I like it. It's fucking good. Because you know how I'm about space generally, but like I totally like it. Um, uh, the main character, Michael, I forget mm-hmm. her. Uh, Sequoia, I think is her name. She, and she was on Walking yeah, Dead, and I yeah. liked her on that. She's great on this. I love the She's w- fucking awesome. Yeah, and then Michelle Yeoh's awesome in this. Have you done? Are you done? Did you watch it all? Yeah, I finished the whole thing. Dude, I got to the episode. I marathoned it in Argentina. <laughs> I got to the episode yesterday or two days ago where it's there on the time loop mm-hmm. with Rain Wilson. I was like, this is fucking, fucking brilliant. Cool. This it's is cool. so cool. Like, yeah, this Shout is out really Rain cool. Wilson who plays like a good villain. Yeah, right. Yeah, he plays like a recurring role. Wow, villain I gotta watch it. He just pops up every once in a while. I'm like, how many episodes is it? Eleven. It's not that long. For season one. Yeah. For, okay. It's really cool, too, because unlike a lot of Star Trek shows, like I think I'm watching The Next Generation right now. The Next Generation is like they have some like seasonal arcs, but for the most part, it's a kind of monster of the week where it's like, what's going to happen? Like I'm on an episode right now where Captain Picard and Ensign Rowe uh, beam and, and Guinan beam back from the from a fucking planet and they came back as kids. Oh, you know, yeah. It's just shit like that. You're like, oh, okay, that's a little How bit of a How are they going to find? How are oh, they going to figure this out? Yeah. Like, Let's go play. We're kids. And then they're just like, no, I'm fucking freaked out. We're kids. <laughs> I don't want to go through puberty again. Uh, but Discovery is just basically one fucking intense plot line through the entire thing. And occasional breaks like that. That episode was like an occasional break. For the most part, it's the overarching plot. And it's, War with the Klingons. And yeah. it goes fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, the, the concept is, I think Damn, it happens I mean, like. I, just it. I want to say it happens like. I love Mass Effect. You know me. And, uh, and this is the I highest compliment I can give it is that. I've been enjoying it so much. I'm like, I gotta go back and play Andromeda. I gotta, I gotta play Andromeda, man. Well, it it takes place like ten years before Kirk's Enterprise. So the captain of the Enterprise is still Captain Pike. Which, if you know anything about uh, the original series, Pike was in the pilot episode. Kirk wasn't, and they, I guess, we're gonna go with him. But for some reason, they they decided to recast that and bring in Captain Kirk instead. And this all ties into the the, the discoveries in the movie universe. 
Discovery, uh, I mean, I'm sure it is because yeah. they, they really? reference. I mean, I, they reference different shows. Yeah. I don't know if Discovery was referenced. In the Unless, movie I mean, that, that's I remember the original pitch for Discovery. Unless that's drastically changed. Kevin, can I get a fact check on I don't, that? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'll sure look it up, but isn't in 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 the movie, isn't Pike uh, his dad? Or? No, no, Chris Hemsworth is. Captain Pike is the one that uh, is Bruce Greenwood. He's the guy that. Oh does right, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say that. I mean, without, I want you to ch- fact check me. But yes, it is because spoilers. Season two, season one's cliffhanger is them going to help the Enterprise and help Captain Pike. There's a different point in. That's pretty cool. There's a di- in in uh, That's the a in Sorry. in the episode. Whatever you should have watched about it. <laughs> it, was, well, no, this, it that really doesn't at all. That do, to my knowledge doesn't at all affect the Klingon plot. No, line, which not at all. Is. But it's just a super Easter eggy. I fucking geeked out where they end up. Leaving the the base and they're in uh they they've uh, don't tell me because I don't I want to know how I don't want to know oh then I'm not gonna spoil it for you I, all it's I know just, is that happens cool. because of the thing they sent me to read for Games Daily how's the production value it's fucking phenomenal yeah it's part it's the best Star Trek show that's ever been produced it's awesome. gorgeous awesome and the acting is unbelievable like they got Michelle Yeoh yeah who's like she's really good fucking ridiculous man you're selling me on this dude this I gotta watch they got it. Michelle cool. Yeoh and they got the guy too. the guy that played um uh, Lucius Malfoy is yeah. the captain of the Discovery. And he's awesome. Nick, if I can get you season one of Nirvana the Band the Show, will you watch it and I'll watch this? I've already watched. No. I've already watched Discovery. I don't need to watch your dumb online show. No, but show. I'll watch Discovery. I don't I'm watch saying. shit on, on online anymore, man. He I doesn't, man. He's online. over it. He hates no, I can he get hates it. I can get it to uh, you physically. And the guy that plays, uh, I forget I forget the guy's, the actor's name, but he's the one that plays the second, the, the first in command. He's really, really tall. He played the body double in, um, he was the... The fish thing in uh, Shape of Water. He's also the guy from Pain's Labyrinth. Yeah, that's it. And he's awesome. he's, fucking he's fucking rad, phenomenal. dude. Is that yeah. Vision? No, no, that's no, Paul not Bettany. Paul Bettany. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, can you do you know yet? I'm trying to look it up. Yeah, really? he's, he's like every fucking so, speaking of the, creature. the Star Trek continuity canon stuff. Sure. Like the movies, technically are also. It's in canon with the TV shows, anyway. Not anymore be- because the movies have diverged because of the timeline. But but like that doesn't matter. I yeah. mean, still no, back in the day, like I just finished an episode where Scotty was on the Next Generation because he he uh, he was his ship went down and they were about to die and he caught himself in a, he decided that he was going to put himself into the transporter and perpetually beam himself uh-huh. until someone came and rescued him. That was really cool. so he stopped himself like he just kept his particles were just in the fucking ethos and then they brought him back down and so it was like Scotty on the Enterprise but it was like a hundred years in the future. And Kirk has done movies with where they they've done movies where um, Picard and Kirk have mm-hmm. like teamed up together. That was in uh, I think it was Generations, yeah. Generations. Mm-hmm. Interesting, it's cool. Yeah, it's all it's all. I mean, it's all canonical, which is what's cool that about is, it. Is the Enterprise. So cool. I think the one the, in, the, in the next generation is like the Enterprise D or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. and people are fucking freaking out and listening like, "You're a fucking idiot. That's none of this is right." But yeah, yeah. that's why I like Star Trek because it's just this one long and, and Voyager and Deep Space Nine. They're all in the same universe and like the characters. Like Worf's and uh, I think Worf's in uh, Voyager. I want to say, yeah. yeah I never really bullshit. like cared for Star Trek at all because like when growing up, it very much was like, why would you like that? I like Star Wars, and like well, you had to choose a side. It was totally. always on the at JJ like eleven thirty p.m. Yeah, it was like a little too late. <laughs> the J.J. Abrams movie was a, such a moment for me where I went in, I was like. Holy shit, that was fucking amazing. They like yeah. MCU'd Star Trek. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is this is fantastic. And then the sequel came and it was like the first 30 minutes are amazing and then the rest of the movie you're like, oh, God. Yeah, they were it's, right. it's not bad. Say, right? I'm not so, finding anything direct. Okay. Uh well, when I googled the sentence, yeah, I got a whole bunch of stuff. 
but how does Discovery fit in the larger Star Trek timeline? The CBS series will serve as a prequel to the original Star Trek, sent 10 years before the adventures of Kirk and Spock. The writers have said that Discovery will maintain continuity with the old series and events from Discovery will explain plot points in the original Trek. For Trek nerds out there, this means that Discovery takes place in the prime timeline, which is where each of the television series and the original films live. In 2009, J.J. Abrams rebooted the series with the Star Trek uh, film, creating a new timeline for the already confusing Trek universe in the film of Bad Guy, which we knew, right? So it's all, this is before, this is leading up to the Star Trek uh, William Shatner series. Yeah. And then, but even though the J.J. Abrams yeah, series do so tie it like, in real people talk, it's not canon to the new movies, so but this, it is. This sounds like X-Men. Because it's all bullshit. It sounds like yeah, X-Men. Exactly. No, I mean, it's because yeah. in the X-Men way, it is, yeah. but like, Forget everything you know. Right. <laughs> That's Forget fascinating because you know. I, it, but it's like the J.J. Abrams films, which I enjoy so much, like, uh, but, were my first introduction mm-hmm. to Pike. So when I saw the Pike stuff, I was like, I know who that is, even if I don't know who it is. Pike, yeah, Pike was in the original series as the, as the original captain of the Enterprise. I forgot why they decided to get him out other than I think they just wanted someone a little bit more charismatic in the role. And then Pike comes back later. So he has another, he reprises the role of Pike. The guy, the actor came back and played Pike in another episode where he's like, it was, it's fucked up because he's like paralyzed. He can't move. But he's oh, part of a machine. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see how they do that. But no, to answer your question, I don't remember there being. I know I've never seen the ship Discovery in any of the other stuff before. I believe that's a brand new invention here. But they do at some point meet up with the old school Enterprise, and it's a fucking awesome moment because it looks like the Enterprise from the original series. And that's you, cool. I fucking geeked out. It feels like it was forever ago that I remember them advertising this at uh, New York Comic Con mm-hmm. when I was there working for RT. And seeing like all the big stuff all over, like the Star Trek Discovery, and just wondering, like, I bet you that's gonna tank. Right? No, I <laughs> no, no. But here, here was, I mean, real talk. That my criticism was that they put it behind a paywall because I saw it and I was like, I love Star Trek. I watched Enterprise, and I'm a huge defender of Enterprise. <clears throat> Everyone was like, that show was dumb, and it got canceled very prematurely because it was kind of dumb. But I liked it a lot. That was one with Scott Bakula and Julian Blaylock, yeah, yeah. and like it was like it was like farther in the past of like one of the first ships that could go outside of our solar system. Um, I thought that was really cool. The reason I like Star Trek now as I'm older, and again, there's room in my heart for both. I still love Star Wars. But Star Trek is cool because it was always about the science fiction and the morality of what of what people were doing. Star Wars was always action and fantasy. and fantasy, and that was more about blasters and lightsabers. But it's cool to see, like, there was a... Um, there, I literally watched an episode of the, the Next Generation. I mean, this must have been done in the 90s. That was about Riker falling in love with a um, a being that in a society that's genderless, but she has decided that she wants her gender to be female because she's attracted to Riker, and how that's not that's like shamed. She's shamed for it in her society, and, and they have to go through and they have to put her through like a reorientation like procedure in therapy and like fuck up her brain and stuff like that. So like they dealt with some really deep shit. They've always dealt with really deep shit in Star Wars or Star Trek, and that's why I like it. And that's the thing for me, not being a. Uh, uh, having any basis yeah not being a Trekkie but I mean like with the original shows I think I once or twice on a Saturday afternoon would see uh, Captain Picard up to no good and watch it and I I, Scott I remember the only one British or Frenchman the only uh, episode I remember is the Tribbles episode or whatever where they they went back to the Enterprise with Kirk but it was like you know they were working behind the scenes and stuff and I was like that's a cool idea of like that but I never paid attention watching this show all the way through I'm with you and like 
when it starts that the original premise and not the original premise, but the way they introduce Burnham, I was very much like, oh, so this is going to be a lot like the Star Trek movies that I've seen, the you mm-hmm. know the the new ones, where okay, cool, she's number one, she'll be disgraced, she'll come back, she'll be the captain, that's the deal or right. whatever, and like maybe that's how the season ends, but like we're definitely not there now, and the way they've developed her character, the motivations they've given her, the tide of the her original captain, like when uh, I don't want to spoil stuff, I guess, yeah. but like yeah. what. Except spoil the last stuff. Except, it's, it's, it's okay. This is more like I mean, like for eleven episodes. Don't spoil the actual story stuff. Exactly. Like, like, the Easter egg stuff that's and like her relationship cool with the 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 fish dude. Uh, you know yeah. the way that like people and are evolving and changing in that ep- in the universe. Yeah, I think a perfect example is the guy. I forget his name. Uh, the blonde guy. Rap. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anthony Rap. Anthony Rap. Yep. 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 His character starts, and that arc is crazy. He's yeah. just a dick, and then at the end, you're like, this guy's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. It's very cool. Have you gotten to the the big twist yet? The real big twist yet? You you must have, right? I, don't, I mean, I need a little bit more than that. Yeah, I'll have to talk off air because I don't want to spoil this for okay. people. Involving but, Klingons? Uh, no, well, <laughs> shout out. Watch it, uh, sorry, to, sorry to keep talking, but like, and this is another selling point. The way they do Klingons in this is fucking awesome. Because Klingons have, have been very much like, I guess they, they've been pretty similar since the original series. Like they've uh, a little bit here and there, like they had a little makeup on and then they've, the, the crown foreheads, but they've always been like this boring culture. This, they're like a totally different race of things and they don't they speak Klingon they don't speak English that much and it's yeah, just it's, it's a lot so, of captions. it's a lot of captions but it's That's really cool. well done because you feel like really immersed in Klingon in, in, in the world but in this world it starts and we haven't seen Klingons in like 100 years so like they have we have there was a big war we haven't encountered them Every the Federation doesn't know where the they Reapers. are and they they start and they find this thing that's just in the middle of this junk like the scrapyard and they're like what the fuck is this thing it's just so cool yeah <laughs> it's a really cool show yeah. and they didn't pay me to say that they're paying me to host the thing on Thursday man yeah, you would like love it. Mass Effect Nick I played Mass Effect. Oh, did he? He mined planets, man. He was out there drilling them every night. I think I played I played Mass Effect 2, right? That was the one where you had to mine the planets a lot. Yeah. Not the one with the, the rover. Yeah, get yeah. The, get the, the squad mates. Yeah, I really liked Mass Effect. Cool. I liked it a lot. And then I played a little bit of 3, and then I just I just couldn't get into it. Cool. Um, unfortunately. But Andromeda, yeah. I'm still waiting for that to come out. That came out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. Whatever. Um, <laughs> you guys got any other stories? Not really. No. I, yeah, unabashedly, Reggie says, worst date blunders. Andy, I want you to a- answer that. What's some of your worst date blunders? Noth- you, honestly, nothing really. You suck. I, I hate those questions because I, I was never the type to ever... I don't know. I've always just been so paranoid of embarrassing myself that I like make sure I go to every link to not embarrass myself. Sure. I've never had any like weird first date thing. And even if... Because the way I approach stuff, I was always so afraid of rejection that it was always like... I would text with the with the girl first for a long time, and we would get to know each other through text. Gotcha. So the first time we ever kind of like went on a date, it was like you already knew each we kind of knew each other. Yeah. Um. I I was always just so paranoid of like, let's go on a first date. Oh, it went bad. Oh shit. Like I, mm. that shit like fucks with my anxiety real bad. You know. Okay. So okay. I never really had. A first date and oh, I took a shit in my pants or whatever, you know. Well, you haven't done that since being a kid, apparently, and you want to hold that over our heads all the time. God forbid we fucking have an accident. I almost shit my pants uh, leaving the mall that one time. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. You had to run, running into Macy's. <laughs> Holy shit! I don't, I don't know this story. You which, don't know this story. Which one of us was the one where, like, I think wasn't it you? Didn't that happen again where we pulled in and it was a big traffic jam? You were like, no, nope. oh, this was right here. Yeah, this was right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost shit your pants like. Yeah, like I needed to go to the restroom, and then you know Nick turned into this street right here, and as we turn in, there's another vehicle here, and we I know that there isn't parking until like way further down. I was like, I gotta get out right here, guys, and I fucking ran up and just took a dumper. Uh, 
But no, but the story of leaving the mall was like the horrifying one where I'm right. with Robin and we're leaving. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I thought story. you guys were like leaving. No, 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 no. This mall. was like, do you want to go to Macy's? Like, yeah, probably. And then that one, it was like, it just started multiplying and multiplying. And like, where's the Russian? Was running up the stairs? Like, where's the Russian? Uh, man, where's the Russian at? Oh, way in the back corner. And just running and then like opening the fucking stall door and then like sitting down and like there's nobody there may be somebody in here I'm not sure Who's but right now this is more priority than closing that fucking door in yeah. front of me yeah. so just, and it was just like if I would have waited a, a split second more like oh my god it would have been the a kind disaster. where like, it's the kind where you have to time it properly so it arcs right in as you're kind of sitting yes down, that's know? exactly what oh, happened yeah. yeah I made it and I was so worried about like if I shit my <laughs> pants what do I how do I leave this Macy's do I they steal a pants? pair of pants? Yeah, yeah. They sell. Oh, you sell pants. You go out there and just put it. Like, I'm gonna try because I would have just like left everything in there. Oh, it's yeah. new. You gotta move out now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robin, buy pants and bring them to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any so. kind. I don't care. I heard you ran into Gia's sister. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Restaurant. I felt really bad because I forgot her name. Yeah, because there's just a lot of there's a, a lot, lot of people. people. Abigail. Um, no, Jenna. Yeah, oh, God, close. Yeah. Um, yeah, me, uh, me, Robin, Yusuf, and Becky went to. Uh, what it's called star belly star belly yeah oh, that's a, a good restaurant, restaurant. A, lot, a lot of good a lot of good food there yeah, what yeah. is it some kind of food um it's Italian, it's, it? no it's called like a like it's just like americana sort of thing yeah. like they have burgers they have all these cool appetizers but uh we went there because after that uh we were meeting up with some more ubisoft people to watch uh jason mansukas and nick <sighs> kroll and i forgot the other guy oh. seth something who's on a lot of things he's on like green hospital mcfarland no yeah, you, you'll if you see him, you'll be like, oh, that guy. But he's kind of like always a secondary character in a lot of comedies. Okay. Um, and yeah, we watched their sort of stand up, which was kind of like the content was funny, but the sound of the Castro was abysmal. Mm, that's the worst. Where they go up there and they have these fucking microphones, and they're Nirvana like, Mike. the guy, the first guy who went up there was really funny. He was an opener, and <laughs> his whole bit was conversations on Facebook and how like. Oh, this company supports same-sex marriage. Like, fuck this company. And then this guy creates like HR accounts for this company, and it'll be like, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings saying like, "We don't care, Henry." You know, like shit like that. And it's like it was a really funny bit, but you could barely hear him. Um, I was like, I hope this doesn't happen for the rest of the show. The worst, and sure enough, dude. all of them come out like, "Hey, what's going on? Do y'all hear us well?" And everybody's like, "No, Whoa. like we cannot hear you." Damn. And the whole time, like. Nick Kroll keeps like adjusting his mic and it like becomes a bit where Jason Manzugas is like crying a laughter. He's like, I could watch you adjust your mic for an hour and a half all day. <laughs> like I, if that were the whole show, I would love that. It was just a fucking nightmare. It was really, really bad. Chris Dealey, the Comedians of the World specially mm -hmm. did that on Netflix. Did you watch it yet? Mm -hmm. uh, it starts off, he comes out and he has a mic. And he's got, hey, what's up? And he like starts talking into it. It's not the on. mic's not on. And then eventually he turns on and he goes, hey, the sound guy. He had one job, literally, to be a stand-up comedian. I walk out here. I need a mic. That's all I need. That's all I need. I just need a fucking mic. And it didn't work. Great. This is a great start. And, like, it was so funny how he just like. Fucking, like I'll tell you what, though. Anyone who's ever thrown a live event in a venue like that. You just want to fuck. I would have been so guys. frustrated because, you like, I mean, you never know. With Chris, you never know. It's possible that he just told him to do that so he can yeah. give the guy shit. But like, with the, people do that, like, I know comics all the time that'll be like, like, I there's a friend of mine that has a comic. Like, if someone's playing music, he has a specific song that's like super racist that they play, and then he goes up there and is like, "Wow, you played that one song about me." And it's just part of his shtick. He's like, "No, nah, I'm just kidding. I fucking told him to play that." Um, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, <laughs> you probably have. Uh, he's really, really funny. Um, so you never know. But yeah, I mean, I, I actually, uh, I did want to talk about the shit arcade because they did shit arcade oh, yeah. the other day. Really, really fun. Uh, and you you weren't on the arcade part of it though, right? No. You opened? Is that I it? haven't quite got the graduated to the point where Drucker wants me to be on the show yet. 
I just get to open the show and then um, heckle him from the wings nice. of the show. Nice. Sounds like the ideal place for you to be. Though. It was really fun. I, ca- I just kept running and getting him drinks. And I would just hand him drinks. And he was like, I don't want any more. Classic like, Nick just drink it and don't fucking, <laughs> don't fucking ask any questions. Just drink it. Don't and Drucker is a very paranoid human being. So like he can't tell if I'm joking with him or not, or if I'm trying to roofie him and like yeah. embarrass him. Yeah. So he begrudgingly drinks it because he's just prone to bullies. Sure. You know? Of course. But also <laughs> He worked with us for a long time. Yeah, he did. So he's probably like, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna do whatever Nick says because I'm prone to he's bullies. Used to you. But I also have a distrust of anyone that's Nick. Um, but it was really fun because Paul Shear was actually on the show and I asked Mike afterward, I was like, so How cool. did you get like how do you so know awesome. fucking Paul Shear? Because he was fucking hilarious. Um and actually a lot of my friends ended up coming. Um not you guys because you know. You guys like I, I was like, watching another special. I was in Andy was just doing something. Else You're always there to support me for my thing, so it's cool. I understand. I, mean, I went to the Deadly Class thing. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. What? Don't turn this around. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, man. Um, no, but I asked Chuck. I was like, "How the fuck did you get Paul Shear? How do you know Paul Shear? Because I thought maybe they just gave you. He's got to know everybody. He doesn't. They actually uh, SF Sketchfest because this was part of Sketchfest reached out to him and said, "Do you want anyone that's on the lineups?" And I didn't know Sketchfest did this. Fucking really cool that they actually organized this. Um, and he was like, "I'll take who, like anyone, like I'd, I'll put anyone on the show that wants to be a part of it." And and they go, "What about Paul Shear? Like he's into he kind of likes games and he'd be good." And Ed Drucker's like, "Can I get fucking Paul Shear? Yeah, I'll get fucking Paul Shear. That's great." And yeah, he just was there. That's right. That's, oh, that's awesome. Cool. Paul yeah. Shear is fucking amazing. He's funny. He's fuck. great. God, I love, I love the eighties stuff. Like he was so good in that. But like I keep talking about it, the show, Burning Love, that is a four-season parody of The Bachelor yeah. is probably one of the most brilliant. It's like American Vandal, but a Bachelor. Yeah. It's too good. doesn't make any sense. Well, that, that's and his was, wife's funny as shit, too. Who's his wife? Don't know her name. I'm going to look it up. But she's Amelia so fucking funny. <laughs> I mean, what was really cool? <laughs> and I married her. What's really cool is, like, I kind of start to, I started to know all these comedians through, like, watching The League. Sure. And so, like, Jason Mantoukas and Nick Kroll are there, and then Paul Shear was on your show. Like, that's just so fucking cool. Really I love cool. that whole little troop of... Comedians. Oh, it's uh, he's married to June uh, Diane Raphael, I guess is her yes. name. She's from uh, Gracie and Frank. Oh, she's the she plays with the, oh. the, oh, the eldest daughter. Okay. She's funny as fuck. She's really funny. Yeah, she's the Bachelorette. The league's a great show, man. Um, if because I know Jason Mantukas also comes out in. Oh God, what other show is he in? What other shows Jason Mantukas? Well, in? first off. He was in a movie called The House. Thanks for thanks for asking, Andy. Which was oh, the movie that, that I used guy. to. That remember, we were sitting next to each other, and you're like, "Why are you laughing so hard on the plane?" And I was like, "This is the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life." You're like, "Nick, stop laughing." It's, <laughs> <laughs> He's great. He's great in it. Because yeah. um, I, I forgot what show he was in, kind of sort of after the league, but in the league, that's where he is. I want to say he was in him. Transparent. That's he where. Yeah. That's where he's like the most him in the league. So much so that the league does like, you know, it's about a fantasy group of people yeah, playing fantasy football. Better everything though, right? But there are like side episodes where it's him and Seth Rogen, because Seth Rogen's in like maybe five oh, episodes of the league. And so he's a, a porn director named something Randy. Mm-hmm. And so they just have like, yes, you're used to the league of like these this group of people playing fantasy football and being funny and stuff. But sometimes Jason Manzukas and Seth Rogen have like their side stories where they just like have to smuggle drugs out of Mexico or like just weird shit like that. It's like, is this the league? Like, it's really weird, but it's fucking hilarious. Like, I forgot what he was in before or after the league that we kind of knew him more as, you know. Uh, I guess he was in American Dad. So, Workaholics. There's the league. Then there was some other show that might not be another show. It might be the league. But Justice was, League Unlimited. It yeah. was No, it was about like a, a college football team. 
That's Blue Mountain State. Blue Mountain State. And that fucking show. For, I will stand by the fact that season one of that show is the funniest season of any television I, ever made. I've only seen random episodes here it's and there so at, raunchy. A, at friends' houses. It's so raunchy and god, I remember it being the it's fucking so funniest shit. Fucking funny. Never and mind. Got, everything I love gets canceled. <laughs> and a lot of people say, Nick, it's because you have terrible taste. I don't think so. I think it's because it's all ahead of its time. Yeah. You're ahead Greg of your time. That's what I've been saying for a long a time. People say that. Greg the money. Yeah. Clone High, man. I didn't Fuck realize yeah. that oh. it was done Clone by the same people who did Spider-Verse. Really? really? Yeah, I and, didn't know that. And I noticed this on my second and then third viewing of Spider-Verse, but in, when they're in Times Square and you see all the posters for the weird movies, mm-hmm. like, you know there's that, that like, Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen like, yeah, yeah, one, yeah. one of the other ones is uh, Clone College. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. Oh. And it was it the same producers or the same writer or what? Same director. It, 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 well, I thought it was the Gendy, weird because uh, it was, like, it was Gendy, a, a weird group, but uh, it was the it's Miller. Miller and Lord. No Those shit. Guys. They did Clown. Wow, I didn't know that. I know that yeah, they were that shit. old. But like I they were 21 young. Jump Street and that. It's like, yeah, I get it. Way, Clown way high. back in the 1980s. Man, I was so yeah. bummed when that got pulled. It was great. I totally it understood got, why. Did you ever finish it? Because it got pulled early, so we never knew how it ended in America, but Canada ran the whole thing no. and eventually it got online. You can I gotta watch go back it. and look at it's it. It's not a, it's a very sad ending for a show that got canceled. Is it? They freeze all the clones again. Oh, that's <laughs> But they're like still, they're like frozen, but it's still like sentient. It's like, Jesus. That's dark. Yeah. That's real dark. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four best friends gather on this table, each bringing a topic about whatever's going on in their life, and they just fucking talk, and you like it. If you like it, go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can ask us questions on the bronze tier. We'll jump into some more of those on the post show here and save them for next week as well. Uh, You can get it early on the silver tier as well, ad-free, as an MP3, pre- and post-shows, as a video. It's all there in one beautiful package if you don't want to spend any money though during january i want the fundraising where if you enjoy us we're raising money for the future of kind of funny we really appreciate every dollar you could possibly give us no big deal you can get it each and every friday youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe until next time we're gonna do the post show it's been our pleasure to i got you. a big question for the post show what is the big question like before you cut it We'll have to, no, we'll have to, well, no that's the tease. The Give them the question. The tease is there's a big question. Is it going to be a good question or going to be a bullshit question? It's, it's an, it's, to be completely honest with you, it's Decent. an all right question because I don't know if you guys know the answer or not. Dirty is it Randy. how much more beer does Cool Greg have? No, it's not. Cool Greg! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 